By the way, like your um, your article, Duke, made Thanks. loads of sense. Kind of cool. Filled in a lot of blanks. You know what's funny me. about this, and this is not a spoiler for Chinny. Um, you know that Booker, the main character, yep. was at Wounded Knee. Yeah, yep. Chinny, you knew that? That's in the game you've seen? It's not a real thing, Wounded Knee. Yeah. It is. But here's the thing. Apparently, a lot of people thought that was a Skyrim reference. I used oh, to be no, an adventurer no. like you, and then I got an oh, arrow yeah. in the knee. I, I, somebody put that. I, I, I thought that they're better than that. <laughs> yeah, right. no, somebody, somebody put a comment, didn't they? Yeah, so the I, I was, at first I was like, what does that mean? And then I saw yeah. other places, people were like, oh, wounded knees are real thing. I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? Now, to be fair, I know that, like, okay, just as I don't know about the fucking Cossacks or whatever the hell happened over in England, you know, I don't know nothing about no English history. Oh, exactly. I don't expect y'all to know everything about American history. Fair enough. Yeah, I didn't know about Wounded Knee. That's fine. When you get done, you can read my article and you'll learn all about it. Zing! Well, it's in the game, that, but I'm not sure you've... I'm sure you must have got that. Yeah, I that. We, we went yeah, to a place and... You went to that little carnival place and they had the yeah, like, and you have to. You can go it. left or right and you, you do right. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Boxer like Rebellion and Wounded Knee. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's kind of cool. What is that crinkly? Sorry, that's me unwrapping my burrito. That's I've unwrapped uh, the end of the crinkling. Does it every week? I don't want you. I know, I know. It's crinkly. Well, because I have to eat. Well, no, we... I'm not. I'm not giving you shit. I know. But <laughs> what is that mysterious noise that I hear every week? Sorry, I thought it was headstone. The microphone up so I won't be as loud. Who knows what that was? Um, right. I guess we should get going then, shall we? Shall we do that shit? Nobody got time for that. Welcome y'all to the veteran gamers. Choo choo choo, I'm the fellas who tell you about it. Woo! Sweet news, reviews, and entertainment. and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. Australia, 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 we love you. If you want more of the Duke, both my albums are for sale here. Smooth it. Hello, darlings. Switch that. Yo. Oh, it's on. No, no, no. It's not on. Ooh, it's on. All right. Hello, and welcome to show 168 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yay, welcome to 168. Hey, Stu, Stu, Stu. Yes, Hang on one yes. sec. What? This call is being recorded. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. you got to do the backup, folks. you got to do the you backup, you got to do the backup. Why? What wow. happens if we don't do the backup? Because then the show fucking disappears, usually. It screws us. All right, that's the only that's time right. I'm using that this week. I went yeah, fixed with it last week, but... Don't overdo yeah, it. Yeah, well, too late. late. got to take your time. Gotta got to do it a bit of a time, you know, yeah. everything in moderation time ain't nobody got time for that uh, oh by the way by the way yeah i heard christopher matthew yet again going on about the 168 or 168 and then halves and fractions and all yeah, that shit. i was like what but right now i i have got something that debunks his theory <sighs> right and the only thing i'm gonna say worry, is listeners. Darts, i don't care no, listen 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 yep darts commentators just say really that's your refutation yeah. on his standardization of numbers yeah, that's yeah. commentators that's who the dictionary yeah. argues with well the darts, darts commentators. Oxford, no, but, but, you we go with the darts commentators 
but they don't go when someone gets 180. They don't go 180. Did they, they go 180? It doesn't even matter. It's called descriptive grammar. It's what people say. It doesn't matter. I don't even know if actually, there is a rule about it. Actually, to be fair, it's, it's apparently an English-American thing. Fine. Again. Let it be just a difference. Yeah. Anyway, that being said, that being so said, what, what's I, the number of the show? Uh, 168. There you go. <laughs> 168 cool. for me. Yeah, 168. Well, you know what? Look, it mattered that there was a difference when y'all had your clocks screwed up, but now clocks aren't screwed up, so we're fine. Yes, yeah, fine. Everything's back together. Everything's just fine. Um, but the thing is, right? Introductions first. Let's get them out of the way. Yep. So we've yeah. got Chidi here. Yep. Yeah, Chidi. He's here. Hello. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yep. Uh, we've also also got Duke. He doesn't row. He doesn't row. Yeah. I wanted the sound clip, but I wasn't oh. able to find it. So I'm just saying he doesn't. It. He doesn't head row. If you haven't Stop played Bioshock, go play it. it. What? What are you doing that for? That's at the beginning more. of the game. That's all. Oh, yeah, but that, that, that's annoying. That that actually means something there. <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. Everything no, means no. something. Everything. And that's means all. I'm, no hold on. Let's let's let let the listeners know where we are with this with this elephant. All right. right. Bioshock yeah. Infinite. Yeah. You two have completed it because you've got no lives. Yeah. Game of the year, <laughs> 2013. Possibly. Um, about Possibly. Seven. What? Oh, it's it's got a close challenger with uh, aliens, colonial marines. The last of us. It's not even out yet. Yeah, no, well, that doesn't mean to say it's not going to potentially challenge it. It's not going to challenge it. I bet it does. Mm, runner up. As I was saying. Anyway, we finished it. Chinny has not. Yeah. But soon we'll be doing a spoiler cast. We, we will. Oh. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Can I say I something about it without spoiling it? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk the hell about it. Jump yeah, right in now. Let's do it. Yeah. Just a minute. Before we do that, though. So I knew that. I knew that. No. Oh, I'm God. sorry, no, Chidi. I shouldn't minute. have even asked. No. Sorry. Sorry. time. Stuart. No, no this is the Stuart show. No, no. This is important. No, this is important. Okay, because. No, I bet. Oh, that's right. We have an announcement. Duh. I forgot. I make my announcement. Well, we'll do that in a second, Paul. Oh, this is even more that. important than my announcement. Well, I don't know. But it potentially is, right? Word show. Word Word of warning, right, to everybody who went to Eurogamer last year and picked up the three months. Three months of free PlayStation Network, you know, the PS Plus. Let me guess, they're not doing that this year. No. The word of warning is that it. Once once you've activated it, it auto renews if you don't notice. So I got stung with another 11.99 without even realizing, and was like, Dude. "Shouldn't that have that three months have run out by now? What the hell's going on?" So I went to look it. Yeah, so I got burnt. It, it automatically took the money and renewed it without it me even knowing. So just a word of warning: don't get stung like I did, because I was stupid. So don't be stupid. I can't like believe me. you didn't think that would happen. I didn't. I didn't even give it. I just assumed it would just run out at three months ago. Do you want to renew? And I just now, go, wait, oh, did you okay. give your credit card info, Stu? I've already got it in my PS3. So, so you, you said yes to something, and then you thought, oh, they won't. You ticked a box which said, yeah, and you never read it. Yeah, I did do that. Look, look, don't you? You don't need to talk, Mr. Chini, right, giving away right, your details. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's true. We've, we've done stupid stuff. It's a warning to other people. Don't be stupid like us. <laughs> That's what life is. Keep on uh, growing. That's the Dead Press song. 
Yeah, so I was I was a bit miffed to say the least, but I've cancelled it now, so it won't renew again. But having said that, I did get to play well, the whole of Vanquish. That was more important than talking about Bioshock Infinite. Well, no, yeah, because Duke's got an announcement, right. so it's we need better to be good. Over. Better be good, Duke. Oh wait, come on! I thought this was gonna hit something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard? Yeah, you heard? Uh. Keep on learning. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, my announcement. Everybody, I, I, I'm going to be a Eurogamer. I booked I my I time wait. off. I, I didn't know I was going to get time off from school because usually they won't allow people to leave, especially at like the end of the year. But they said yes. So I'm going to be there. Yes. I know. Can't believe it, man. It's so exciting. exciting. So what are, like, three places you need to make sure I go when I get there? What, in London? Yeah. Wow, there's lots of places. You I suppose I'll be busy London. playing games the whole time, though, huh? We won't have, I mean, but we're going to be there for a few days afterwards, so. Yeah, I mean, Earl's Court, to be fair. It's a bit outside of London as well. It's not really in the, the touristy So bits. here's my question. Will the Queen be there? Probably not. Oh, man. There may be some types she of does, Queen. She's really there. interested in the PS4, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Forget it. If the queen's not there, forget it. I'm not going. I called. No. No, forget it. Oh. No, not going. I thought this was my yeah. chance, and if she's not going to be there, then fuck it, and fuck your whole country. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just Have kidding. Have you been here before, then? Because you know exactly <laughs> how we all feel. Do you know what, though, right? I put it up on Facebook. Wait, for those who don't know, this was all on April Fool's. I'm yeah, not going to Eurogamer. Yeah. yeah, well, he's not really going. No. Damn. But we did get some comments. We'll get to those later, though, when yeah. we do the Facebook stuff. But it was kind of funny. It, it, it didn't work. Well, we some I think people comments. know. Like, as soon as I realized, when I woke up today, I'm like, you know what? Kids are going to be trying to April Fool me. But they didn't. I didn't have anybody doing any pranks. That's not true. I had one kid write April Fools on a piece of paper and put it on my chair. That was the wow. extent of the April Fools wow. jokes. My You're not play. even trying anymore. I know, right? That's just ridiculous. That's not particularly creative, is it? Hey, should I get the Supreme Commander game on Steam? No. Yeah, I probably won't. By the way, by the way, I did have I did have another idea for an April Fools. Ooh, uh, lay it on me, Daddy O. But I was a bit bit worried that we might get stung by doing it, right? And my other my other one was, you know, because we've we've done some pretty high profile. This isn't, so not, don't get this mixed up with the, with mine because we still might do mine. Oh no, we can still do yours. Okay. Now we're t- now we're warning people. There's another one. No, no, <laughs> not this actually, year. Be next year. Yeah, they'll they'll have forgotten by then. Yeah. Um. But yes, no, I did have another idea, which was uh, due to, you know, we've, we've had a few higher profile interviews, should we say, lately. And I was going to say that due to your, you know, article on Bioshock Infinite History and Heisenberg on the site, yeah. that we've been contacted by Ken Levine and he'd agreed to do an interview uh, with You us. know, what's funny about that. I actually uh, emailed um, Irrational Games because I was like you know what, I have a question about something in the game, and we can't talk about it, obviously, but I would just love to get some sort of response from them, but I haven't heard anything from them. And part of me worries that it may have been swallowed up by a spam filter or something, but I don't think so. Yeah, right. That would be well, so cool. just tweet it at Ken Levine? Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I was, I was going to pull that one up, because that might have been a bit... Because the, the thing is, what people don't think about when they're doing it, they've got to be potentially believable, because if they're not, people call them out straight away, which was what happened to mine, even though it could have potentially been believable, I guess, but it was called out straight away, and someone said, apparently you were also going to do a live recording of Storytime podcast with me. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> so there you go. But he means to say that they remember our previous ones as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. You should do it a week ahead of time, Stu, because then you'll really keep yeah, off guard. <laughs> <laughs> that always works. What like uh, what's his name? The diver Tom Daly. He did one, didn't he? About two days ago. Mm-hmm. That he's got a micro pig for a pet or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like that was pigs. Yeah, I don't even know. What I don't know. Uh, but I was telling Chinny the best one I've seen uh, today. Best April Fools was Domino Pizza in a tin. Uh, that was in Japan, and and it was it was kind of realistic looking as well. And everyone was like, "You should really do this. It'd be so cool to be hey, able to get pizza out of a tin." That reminds <laughs> me. Speaking of April Fools and pizza, oh, what a synchronicitous uh, bridge I made there, Chinny. You said on the virtual pizza, uh, you see what I did there? Uh, yeah. That YouTube always does April Fools pranks. So what did they do this year? Uh, oh, that's a good point. I have. I know exactly what, what did they do. Yeah, yeah carry on. Uh, they did this year, they did that uh, YouTube has been one giant competition to find the best video game ever. And at midnight on the 1st of April, they were going to close YouTube down once it had been chosen nice. and relaunch it in 2023. What? Uh, and all it would have on was the, the video that was chosen. So that's what uh, that's what theirs was this year. I know Reddit had a, uh, an April Fool's and the, there is a subreddit, which is basically porn called uh gone wild and i think if everybody that went on there it just didn't work and it went down it pretended that it nice. went down uh and yeah everybody didn't everybody was complaining you basically outed all the people that was like oh my god where's her? <laughs> so that was fun. you see but those those are the best ones aren't they because like people get you need you, you have to get something that people would be emotive about yeah do you know what i mean i.e i'm leaving the podcast there's a good one <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely emotive. <laughs> uh, that's the yeah. sort of reaction. And I, I did a IGN did what one that I'm that I did a few years ago where I said that Apple releasing a console. Oh yeah, so I IGN, Thanks for catching up there, IGN. But I did that. I oh, yeah. and we saw, and there was one today for a, a Lego console as well. Uh, that was that was on today somewhere. Someone like a console made out of Lego. But, and they're not good enough then because they're not that believable are they you know you've got to have it fairly believable mm, yeah anyway that being said I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room uh, yeah so which Chinny hasn't finished yet but it'll be, it'll be, you'll get there won't you you'll be there this week I'm, I'm, I'm so far Chinny um, alright this is the thing that I was going to say about the game uh, before yeah. Stu came yeah. in with his absolute bollocks that I've just forgot uh, it was a warning alright um, so I, I, I put the game in the games is and I played it alright guess what what wow I was kind of like this yeah really wow yeah wow for a long time really even when you got to Colombia yeah what the heck I like but do you think I like the bit with the the Class and Chaos the third kind bit, right? Uh, oh yeah, that's cool. When you're going up, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got there, and there was just a lot of like, look at this world, and and I I, I don't know, maybe yeah. I wasn't in the mood, and I I, I do like it, like don't get me wrong, I like it now, it's great, brilliant, all right. But I, I, there was a bit of me, I was like, fucking get on with it, <laughs> you know. YouTube I get it, no. I get it. This is great, <laughs> I get it, I get it. Look, look, the Beach Boys, brilliant, you know girls want to have fun fantastic well done yeah. um but let's 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 get this show on the road shall we um there was it a little bit time with this new environment but didn't didn't bioshock one do that 
not as much. Not as much. And I, and I, mean, I, I think this is a better game than Bioshock. I think this is probably one of the best games of the year. Right. So with that said, um, that th- there's there's an element of like it, how much it loves itself at the start. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. The, there's a bit of like, look at this and look at that, and it's so detailed, and and, and it is, you know, quite amazing that the the level of detail it it has, but. With Bioshock 1, it was just like, this is weird. And you go in, and as soon as you enter... And that's why I like the very, 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 very start of Bioshock Infinite, because it's weird and yeah. strange. But as soon as you start going into that kind of religious bit, I was like, oh, come on, you know? Yeah, so, I hear but, you. Yeah, But when it all kicks off, right, and what, like... I see, this is really hard, but... And- it, it I know what you're talking off, about. Right. Everybody who's played it will, too, so you don't even have to say it. Yeah, uh, it, everything kicks off, and you have to do something because they are a certain way. I didn't think this game was going to be having that in it, and my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe that this game was going to be about that, and I yeah. thought, okay, we're in for a bit of a, bit of a shocking ride here. And, it you know, does a great job of taking you in one direction with, like, beautiful floating clouds and then suddenly ah, here's this other thing with all all the because i'm not very clever so all the pretentious kind of themes and stuff i like kind of will, will probably be wasted on me what <laughs> i think um you know I, I don't get it you know look with the the whole you know knee thing whatever you're talking about duke yeah, you, wounded, wounded knee. so yeah the the the, the wounded knee whatever you're smart so you get that all right but, I, but no but but don't forget again that's a thing that's pretty and most people in america don't know about that like it's it's something that we don't talk about much, which is sad, but that's why I wrote the article. So when you get done, you can read my article and you learn all about it. Same goes for everybody out there. I have an article on the site called History in Heisenberg that has a lot of – I did the thing with Black Ops where I talked about a lot of the history in that. I do the same thing here for Bioshock Infinite. But I think what was, well, I think what was I kind of cool. All right. So, all right. <laughs> um, they're always oh, does Tinny ever interrupt you? Well, it's only, it's only that my comment won't be relevant in a minute. You know, we'll Fine, shoe. Here's the floor. <laughs> Fucking take it. Well, if we've all played it, we might as well discuss it. Because we've all played this. It's not like you're the only one who's played it. Some of us have actually finished it, haven't we, Duke? What do you want to say, Stu? I can't even remember anymore. <laughs> it's not like it's not like Chinny ever interrupts me. I know, right? Is it? Right. Yeah. Anyway, my point was, um, <laughs> so all, all these all these themes and stuff. I'm, I'm dumb. I won't get all of them, right? So, but the 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 thing that I still like about it is the actual game part. Um, the shooting bits yes. and the sky hooky bits yes. is fun. Like, still, yeah, well, the, you strip all that away, still fun. Still awesome. Yep. The way you jump off and drop down and get down. Oh, that is the bollocks. Yeah. What I was what I was going to say is it's it's quite amazing to me the, the length uh, that the game makers have gone to to put so much detail and backstory and history into it, you know, and obviously have done a a whole shitload of research. And speaking of detail, here's something that a lot of people hadn't even recognized until I told them about it. Stu, tell me if you did this. Yeah, yeah. And Chinny, maybe you did this or maybe you didn't. If you look down your sights at Elizabeth, she yeah, just yeah. steps right out of the way. No, I'd noticed that a couple of times when I was sort of shooting, but I hadn't really clocked it it's that much. So, uh, it, there's no, the, at no point does the game say, here, do this. It, she just does it. What, what, oh no, she's my, great. My, my critique about Elizabeth is like 
there's a part in the game where it's like Elizabeth can look after herself. Yeah, she can. So don't worry about her. She can look after herself. I was like, oh, that's cool. Now she's not fighting, but she's staying very well. well the, the, like the, the enemies, she's just invisible to them. Yeah, they they just that walk is, past her and happen. go. Can you move, bitch? I'm trying to shoot. <laughs> you know, all right. I don't. Yeah, like, it's not like she's even hidden around the corner. She's meant to be this something. like sacred. I don't know the full deal with her. I know she like tears shit up or whatever. And you know, that's on the back of the box, I think. And like, you know, she's like this big deal, and they're just like, whatever, get out of the way. I'm trying to kill this twat. Um, so I I didn't like that. I'd I'd like it to kind of like kick some ass. But yeah, do you know what's hey. do you know what's interesting though? It, she her character and and obviously what Irrational said about it two years ago when it was launched and obviously they were doing all the press conferences has changed quite a lot to the Flidish game, hasn't it? Because at the time you remember, I don't know whether I remember this kind of thinking this is weird because I was expecting something to ha- like to happen that never happened and it isn't the fact that the horse scene isn't in the game. So that's no, one I didn't of know that. Yeah, it's not in the game. I mean, and well, unless I've missed it, you you never came across a whole scene, did you? Nope. Nope. So that's definitely not in the game. So that's one of the things which I was waiting for that never came. But the other thing, when they were doing interviews at the time, they talked a lot about Elizabeth having these powers that could help you in combat, but that if you used her, she would become weaker and there would be a, an yeah, effect I remember on that. her. I remember you telling me about that or boring me about yeah. that. One of them. Yeah. And and that Same. that they've obviously simplified that a great deal. And also, I remember seeing a, a demo of it that showed her summoning up a like a, a tornado to to get rid of some of the enemies for you. So she was more offensive, you know. Did some offense stuff. She that did she curse a lot. Not... So there's that. Yeah, but get she's it? offensive. Yeah, yeah. But she. Um... I think she's been made a lot less complicated. Now, I'm assuming that came about because of playtesting and people didn't like the fact that she became weaker when you That's used her. No, no, here's, here's what I think. I think that Irrational and especially Ken Levine heard me complaining about the first Bioshock and how you're always running out of ammo. So they said, what we need to do is have Elizabeth constantly fling ammo at him. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and, and it works perfectly as soon as I run out. Hey, look what I found. Yeah. There you go. Well, and the, you got to die. I guess you want this, man. Yeah. Like she flings it. It's so awesome. Let me ask you this, Duke. What what difficulty level did you play on? I actually only switched it to easy for the very last fight sequence because that last fight sequence sucks. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But it's Yeah, it does a little bit. But I just played it on easy, but I didn't realize you could change the difficulty level whilst playing. Well, Otherwise, they said, like, easy. hey, you're going to lose the achievement. You're going to look like a dork in front of your friends. And I said, what friends? Change it. No, I just started on easy and finished it yeah, on I easy. But I should have too hard a time on medium difficulty, except no. there's one point, and I doubt you've gotten this far, Chinny, so I'm not going to say anything about it. But there's a bunch of enemies, and there's one part where you're supposed to go later in that area. Um, so you can't get to it at the time you're fighting all these enemies. And the the cutscene would kick in as soon as you killed all the enemies. But one of the enemies somehow glitched into the area. No, I had the exact same thing happen. It was happened. so was... annoying because yeah. I was running. There's like a loop where you can fly around on the skyhook to circle yeah. the area. Maybe it was in the same place, Stu, but... It was the exact same place. I know exactly because I was going to bring it up because I was going to say the only technical issue that I had. The only well one the whole game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I could hear him shouting, yeah, yeah. I'm going to kill you, yeah, exactly. or whatever. And I, and and I, I looked around the whole 15 minutes before I was like, okay, this must yeah. be a glitch. Yeah, I don't want to do that. that. 
what what's kind of weird though is obviously mine was a PC version and yours was a 3C, so it's not even uh, whatever uh, version. Good game. I mean, it doesn't break the game, but it's it's annoying. No, it, 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 but you had to play the whole sequence again. Yeah, but to be fair, that wasn't a big deal because. Again, the fighting mechanics are so... Okay, here's a question we can ask without spoiling anything. Which weapon and which vigor, what do they call it, vigors, uh, are you favoring? I, myself, went with the carbine and the machine gun, and my vigor of choice was the murder of crows. That's such a cool... I love that power. Now, what was interesting, one of the things that Ken Levine stressed about the game... What he stressed about the game was that they designed it in such a way that you couldn't play just using one particular type of weapon or one particular type of vigor and that you would have to mix them up to get to the... Yeah, that's a lot of bollocks. Yeah, it is. I mean, there are certain points where you have to use a sniper rifle, but apart from that, you can pretty much... I never... I use use a sniper rifle, I think, once. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you tell you what really annoyed me? This is, and I'll shut up and let you talk, Jenny. But Crazy. I wish there were a way for you to choose which weapon you want to use. All those vending machines, you can't choose the actual gun. So I would, I put all my power ups, I bought all the, you know, extra stuff for the carbine. And then at one point, I traded it for a sniper rifle because I needed to shoot someone very far away. And then I couldn't find a carbine again after that. And I played like yeah. three missions without a carbine. I was like, I want a carbine again. But you you're sort of reliant on someone dropping it. Yeah, exactly. But they after a certain point, they don't drop a whole lot of carbines, so No. No. Whatever. I mean, minor quibbles. The experience is just incredible. And I'm so glad that I was able to have an overwhelmingly positive experience the first time through this one. Because my first experience with the first Bioshock was not positive. So I'm really glad that this was entirely positive this time. Except for that last yeah. fight sequence. I mean, I went with the uh, the hand cannon was my weapon of choice for yeah, the vast majority of the game. Um, and I leveled that up to its maximum. And that was that's just such a great weapon. One shot kills it on every enemy. Pretty much. And the, uh, the machine gun and the... Um, the burning one, whatever that was called, I can't even remember now. Heater. The burning, yeah, yeah, just that. Uh, just the sort devil of set, icon. Yeah, just set everybody on fire all the time. Leveled that up to right. its max. And I also had the what hats and stuff did you wear? I wore the one that every time you hit somebody with your sky hook, it set them on fire. That I was wore it for a bit. Awesome. And then I wore another one. But again, I picked loads of them, but I, I forgot all about them and very rarely ever changed them for anything. You know what's funny? Like. It wasn't until like the end of the game that I realized when you found a new piece of kit that there was a button that said you can compare this to the one you're wearing now. Because I would always take it. I'm like, I'm not going to equip it. I'd take it and then open up the screen and then look at the one I'm wearing and then flip over to the one that I just got. And I realized, oh, wait, they built something in so I didn't have to do all that. I am dumb. Yeah. Yes, you are. Um, this is <laughs> that news. That being said, um, oh, yeah, wait, beginning of the game. This guy is an idiot. Yeah, beginning of the game, Chini, I've got to disagree with you. I thought the way it opened, I thought it was great. You know, the sort of when you first come into Columbia, it was really kind of awe inspiring. Mm. I thought it was just cool. Mm. Um, I have to be the tiebreaker because Chini, we know Chini is easily uh, amazed with graphics, especially when he's playing a game that. Uh, that really pushes the limits of his new gaming PC, and this is that game. But, so I never mentioned that. I never. Well, mentioned I'm that. mentioning it for you because I know it's the subtext of what you're saying. But here's the point: I, I actually agree with Chinny. Uh, Stu on this one because 
it is amazing. When I first got up there, yes, you're supposed to wander around and just look at how cool everything is and just dazzle. You're dazzled by all the f- stuff at the fair. And I was yeah. like, that's exactly what happened. I was just like, look at all this cool stuff. And oh, it's so beautiful. And it's just, oh. And I think as well, there was a massive purpose to that, wasn't there? Because it, it wanted you to think this is this cool, clean, yeah, serene, cool. Oh, you are in beautiful, shiny, That's sunny place to be. Yeah, so it's like Even it's it a bit like very cold up there. It's a bit like oh, you know, again, a like, scientific uh, short. No, <laughs> interestingly, no, lack I of mean, oxygen actually. As well. Actually, Chini's got a point, right? Because one of the other things that the developers said prior to this game coming out was that the weather and the wind and stuff like that would affect the gameplay. Uh-uh, doesn't happen. They said that would be one of the things that would affect how you played the game. You would, you could potentially be blown off the edge and stuff like that. Yeah, that never happened. It's amazing. Yep. That would, I would imagine that would be on beta testing. Like people would be like, "This sucks." Yeah, Especially I think that's because, what a lot of that like, if you go like. to attack somebody and they step away just at the right time, you go, ah, at the end, that would be so infuriating. Yeah, and I think that's, I think a lot of that stuff they made, you know, or said they were going to do it at the beginning got, you know, lost because of, you know, testing. Although, to be fair, and again, like, I, I was frustrated by the first game doing this, but I think that's just because I didn't understand what was happening until, like, halfway through the game. When you die, quote-unquote, in this game... It does such a good job of just being like, don't worry, you're not actually dead. You're here. It's cool. To be honest, right, playing on easy, I think I died probably about five times in the whole game. See, I died a bunch of times, but it's 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 fine. It's just yeah. boom, boom. And if you, hey, if you did fall off the edge, boom. if you did fall off the edge, it was like uh, Prince of Persia, weren't yeah. it? Fall off the edge, you just deposit you back on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing ever from happened. From a gameplay point of view, not as good from a story point of view, but whatever. Yeah, I think what's kind of interesting, and um, it reminded me a lot of, you know, what people say about Las Vegas, isn't it? You know, it's sort of a bit of an analogy on that, where, you know, the strip is all bright and shiny and all this sort of, you know. seedy underworld. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what it was like, and it's like underneath all that shininess is this seediness, and I think that's why it was so bright and colourful. Shanty Towns, that's where I am. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it kind of starts getting interesting. I think it's annoying that you can't interact with people in the shanty towns more. Yeah, there was a, I felt a bit of that as well, you know. But again, you know, this is the trouble with a game like this. We expect so much, don't we? Yeah, we're you spoiled know, by open world games like Skyrim, where you can explore yeah. everything. A lot of bits where you shoot the guy. <laughs> there's a lot of bits where you shoot a guy. Yeah, yeah I love that one. <laughs> I like it. There's a bit where you meet. Wait, not really. Okay. And when that that when that guy shoots you in the head. No, I'm joking. Um. All right. So <laughs> like, new, I guess. this this guy and he's a, he's an arms dealer basically, and he's got his own statue, and he's gonna be ego, and um, you go into that kind of level. That's kind of where I am, and the, yeah. you go into this like there's an auction going on or something. You go into this forecourt, and it's all fine. You come back, and there's like it's a big battle. That was a cool battle. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, the the combat's so good. The combat is so good. I love it. It really it's great. is. great. So and you know fun. what? Like I thought that at this point in my life, I wouldn't like a game that only had iron sights, but this does it so well that I don't mind. 
Yeah, I still I, don't, I still don't like clicking to aim. I don't. I don't. Kind of I hardly use the iron sights. Yeah, that's the other no, thing. You, just don't, you don't really do have to use it. That's my, my other point was, uh, you know, when you said, oh, you know, you use the sniper rifle at the bit where it says, here's, here's a sniper rifle. Um, <laughs> I use it all the time. Yeah. All, all the time. Because yeah. the machine can get that, that sniper elite two game. Yeah, you want that hand cannon, mate. It blows. Oh, I've got that so close to them to use that. See, what, you didn't ask me what my preferred weapon to it. Yeah, I assumed not, you would tell us. Not offended. But um, <laughs> I... I like the shocking thing. Oh yeah. I yep. like the um, the fiery thing. <laughs> yes. And the possessy thing. The possessy mm. thing is very nice because you could just do it and then forget it. Yeah. Bad like, especially like when they, they got turrets going around because oh yeah. And I just go right. There's a turret there. That's mine. Boom. But- and, and I yeah, didn't realize yeah. that it wore off because I was ducking and weaving because I had it. This was when I had a sniper rifle and there's a turret and I'm like, OK, possess the turret and then wait and pick the people off. And I'm doing it and it's taken a while because they keep moving. Thank you, guys. And I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then I'm like, OK, I think I can move out into the open now. And then the turret started shooting me. I was like, what are you doing, you stupid turret? You're supposed to be on my team. Oh, wait, it's red again. Shit. Yeah. Well, it was it was interesting for me because once I'd finished the game. I wanted to start it again just to see something that I sort of kind of remembered but wasn't 100% sure about it. Something that I picked up and I thought, I'm sure that has some relevance towards the end of the game, but I'm not 100% sure about it. Yep. Um, but when I went back to the beginning of the game, what I hadn't realised in the first bit, you know, when you when it, when it all goes pear-shaped, yep. Yep. you know, for the first time, um, there is, you know, one of the machines where you can buy upgrades. Mm-hmm. And you can upgrade your possessions straight away to possess humans as well, which I didn't realize at the beginning when I played yeah, it through the first time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and then suddenly it makes it a little bit more balanced at that very first opening section of yeah, the game. So, I, I, yeah. possess- I remember when, when I was first saw the upgrades and it was like, use the possession vigor for like half the price or whatever of, you know, salt. Um, and I saw how much it was. And at that point I had like $30 and it was like $1,500. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to afford that. Fortunately, Elizabeth kept going, hey, I found some money, you take it. Hey, I found some ammo, you take it. Do you know, With interestingly all the money that, that points, you can just buy away off that oil. I know. Yeah. That exactly. animation, Caraway would never... Wipes his ass with $600. That Elizabeth threw him. That animation never got older, did oh. And she flicked it to you, like, cheers. <laughs> and in the middle of... A... This was the other thing I love, the beautiful attention to detail. You're looking north... She's to your right, so when she says, here's some ammo, you say, accept, turn east, take the ammo, it turns you back to the north. I For a while, I was like, oh, man, she's going to throw me something, I'm going to because I'm aiming right at the guy right now. But it puts you right back where you were, which is so nice. And it's a small thing, but it means a lot to me. Yeah, it's very clever, and I like the fact as well um, that she's sort of your conscience, if you will. Because oh. she's sort of like you know, another you have... game. Everything's your fucking conscious in these games. No, no, but she sort of is though. But when you when you do some Clementine, the, um... you say Clementine's your conscience. You're a one oh, It's almost as though game designers these days are making the female uh, supporting character into the, the conscience yeah. of the main character. Well, make they are because make you're the doing woman make you feel bad. Yeah, you're doing all the killing. She says some stuff that makes you go, "Ooh, yeah," but like your character just doesn't because he's a pretty despicable character. Or maybe really, he's advertising he? that new console that's coming out. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but he is kind of a kind of a you know a selfish, set, isn't he? self-centered, just out for himself 
kind of character and i think and she's the sort of the balance of that because some of the stuff she says to you makes you sort of question what you've been doing and i, I thought that was kind of cool um what i don't like wait is, what did you ask i don't know um what i don't like is you know the front cover the front cover <laughs> yeah right of the game Stick with me oh yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. the cover art. yeah the, bo- the box art yeah. yeah all right his haircut <laughs> Right, hang on. Right, <laughs> is this going yes. somewhere? <laughs> Stop whining about minor aesthetic <laughs> details. Whatever. Right, his haircut in that and the front cover isn't the same on the other pictures of him. He's got like more of a kind of slick thing going on. <laughs> it's because it's been windblown the... from flying around on the sky. For the box art, just to make him look a little bit more modern. Stupid. Maybe he just put some brill cream on it. Ken Levine's looking at this going, what the fuck no, is this? No, a lot of people complain about that because it's standard. Like, it looks like a standard shooter. And a lot of people were upset about that. But they said they wanted to get the game into as many people's hands as they could. And I think it's I, been I just, successful. My point B was Booker looks different on the front cover than he does on the, in the game. Like, yeah, if, on, the, on the disc, he's got, like, a slick haircut. Like a on the disc. I was going to say, like, when do you see Booker? What are you even talking about? Who cares? Yeah, what day? As soon as I got the game, I turned the uh, cover inside out. Yeah, because the other side's better, isn't it's it? It's so much cooler. Can you do that? No, that... Yeah, yeah, it's got a cool red cover on it. How did bloody Go switch it right for now? It. What are you waiting for? I'm going to do it right now. Still, you can't even change the cover so you don't get to have part of this conversation. Uh, I don't even have a the, cover. This is what? the price you pay, man. No. Game boy lover. Uh, that's what I meant, fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't chase the cover. You can't chase the cover. What? I haven't even. I haven't I even got a cover. To be about <laughs> to change. Yeah, exactly. Well, you um, could talk your Steam Grid image. Change it in there. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk skyhooks. Let's talk skyhooks because. You know what? I'm sorry. I got to be honest, and I know this is going to be unpopular. I feel like the skyhook is kind of a gimmick. Yeah, well, I was going to say, let's talk about this because because when this was you know when this was demoed with the skyhooks, I personally I don't know how you two felt about felt about it, but I was a bit concerned that it was going to be really complicated and really hard to maneuver and yes. be it. But it's not; it's, it's properly easy to I use. Except it, at certain points when I really needed to get on it, and I'm looking up at it. And I'm waiting for that little green arrow to appear, and it doesn't. So instead, I'm just hopping around. Trying, uh, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, that made me feel like a right twat. Um, <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is twat. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the skyhook. There was one area that I did recently where, um, you know, it's quite open and stuff, but there's a skyhook going throughout the whole open area. And I used it, and I felt so cool, like doing it, and I just jumping off, and then going down and shooting these guys, then putting like getting Liz to put a turret. I call it Liz. I put a turret there, and then I go on the skyhook and go around. I felt like a badass. I call her something yeah. other than Elizabeth too. I do, I just like the fact that it sort of got you to higher up places, so you could think about a bit more, uh, you know, strategy, getting behind the enemies, using the, you know, the sky strike. Right, right and that's lot, the thing. Know, Once so. I play it, when I play it for the second time, which I will be doing very soon, I'm sure. Um, now that I know how to really use it well, uh, it's going to be so much a much better experience because what it's best for is 
getting from where you are to a different place and then coming back and taking people out. But what I yeah. thought about it was just like moving around and like I was I kept trying to fight people while I was zooming around on it. And I'm like, after, eventually I realized like that's not how you do it. That ain't how you do it. But yes, overall, you know, I'd, you? I'd agree. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree with. Yeah, that's a potential game. Of don't the year. don't, don't you find that like just... most of the thing that happened though when you did like an open area or something, and then you kill everyone, everyone's dead, all right, and then you go up to that platform at the top, and then you find like a bazooka that would have helped you, and you think, fuck, this is where I should have gone. Yeah, that exactly. that kind of happens a lot. Oh sure. Or I thought, at the end of the fight. I'll look and see, oh, Elizabeth could have made a tear with a turret right there. Oh, yeah. great. That yeah. would have made this battle a lot easier. Or one of those patriots. And you go, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Could have, could have. But as well, I think what they did a really great job of is balancing. Because even when you use the turrets or the patriots or whatever, they weren't that powerful enough that they would kill the odd enemy, but it would still be a bit of a fight. You know, they didn't oh, just sure. do your job for you. So. Yeah. No. They, they sort of they gave you some assistance, but it wasn't really massive amounts of assistance. And what I thought as well that they did really, really well was the audio cue to let you know that you'd cleared them all, that all the enemies was dead. You know, it's very yeah, that subtle. That was very good. Yeah, subtle, but enough to let you know you'd finished that particular section and everyone had been cleared out, yeah. you know. But uh, they did a lot of great things. You can see, I mean, it's interesting for me in so much as I just think, God, when you look at, like, Aliens, Colonial Marines and, you know, <laughs> The Walking Dead, Survival, yeah, Survival Instinct. Time, man. This game is the same price and yet the difference in quality is astounding, you know what I mean? And it just makes you realise the gulf between the really, really great games and the really, really shit games, you know what I mean? Yet they're asking the same price for both of these but, but games. The other thing I'll say about that is because I don't want to get I don't want people to get it twisted. Like part of what makes this game so amazing and revolutionary is the fact that it it has an important story and it and it gets into some important questions. Um and it has a revolutionary premise. You know, the setting is so different and uh, revelatory. However, even without all those things, it still would be a great game. The The thing that really sets it apart is the attention to detail and yeah, yeah. the fact that they polish the hell out of it. So game developers might look at it and go like, well, we can't come up with that amazing idea. We can't do this amazing story. But you know what? You could do an amazing story, and what you can do is polish the hell out of the surface stuff. That's what yeah. Really and, well, uh, apart from the one glitch area that we both encountered, I'd be interested to know how many other people have that glitch. Yeah. Oh it, my it's weird. god! No, no. Yeah, it's weird that way. But I mean, the weirdest thing about that, you know, I know we've we've already talked about it, but the fact that he just kept calling out, and I could not figure out, and I like for the life of me where he was, and I looked everywhere around that whole area about five times. Oh, yeah. But he definitely wasn't there, and the the cutscene that should have happened just didn't. And I, but it, it happened without any issues at all the second time around. So when I restarted the the checkpoint, it was just a very odd thing to happen. Hmm, very strange. Hmm. But yes, overall, uh, one of my favourite bits, and I'm not, obviously I'm not going to try and spoil this, but you know, suffice to say, one of my favourite bits of the game involves somewhere where you'd go on the holiday. I thought that was very well done, very clever. Holiday. Yeah, somebody we as well. We we Chini and I might visit this type of place when we go on holidays, but I don't know about you, Duke. Uh, uh, not long after you 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 meet up with Elizabeth, there's something happens and you end up somewhere that's very. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that the was very clever. Just wanna have fun. Yeah. See, I, I didn't even catch that. Clever. There were. I'm reading the credits and like I'm like, when was that? 
Yeah. Oh, that was just very well done as well. Yeah, it's another one. Totally missed it. Totally cool. And that's it. Again, you just, again, I know we can't emphasize this point enough, but look, other game developers that keep making stuff like Army of Two. (gasps) He's not out! (laughs) All those other crappy games. Magical word. Yeah, it takes yeah, no. But, 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 sorry, hang on, Stu. I'm working on the difference, but Army of Two is not a crappy game. It's just not a very a game. Different game. It's just a game. It's just a game. It definitely yeah, it's it's a game. game. Look, Bioshock Infinite is a game that looks ups the bar, isn't it? It's it's one of these the games that go right. Step up your game, everyone else. Same as Portal, you know, and Half Life and Call of Duty Four. Right, they all go. Come on like catch up and that 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 you know it will happen all the games will go okay um bioshock has done this and it's about lots of different things and it's a big seller you know but people will buy it if if it looks cool and it and it's the polish is there i went to the game store right and people everybody around me seems to be calling this bioshock 3 i don't know why <laughs> um and they go he looked like a fifa player Right, you know, and he went in, and he, he went, "You're Bioshock, you're Bioshock, you're Bioshock," <laughs> and I was like, "At least he, you know, he's playing playing yeah. Bioshock. Bless him, bless him." Don't don't you mean FIFA, mate? <laughs> Excuse me, mate. FIFA's that way. <laughs> Bioshock. The final the final thing I'll say. This could be. This could be a little bit controversial, but anybody out there looking for a, a new and revolutionary actual gameplay mechanics type experience aren't going to find it here. Oh, that's okay. Because you need that. I, no, I, I, yeah, but the combat in this is it's cool. It's different to like other games. It is a little bit, but it's not a whole lot different. It's, really, like a, we've it's had a combination of a lot of things. It's nothing yeah. special. It's nothing new there's nothing, or there's, revolutionary. Yeah, there's like the, the, you've got the sky hook, and then you've got the melee combat, which is a lot of that... Thring, but it plays every time you kill someone, and our, you know the the weapons feel good and the the the, the vigors and all that stuff, all that play into it. We played it, we've used them all before, but all together it's a nice little mix. It does work well, and I'm not saying it's not good, but I'm just saying it's not new or revolutionary. What's revolutionary is the story and the setting and all the other, and the voice acting is just so well done. Great, yeah, great voice acting and great dialogue. You know, well written lines. So. Yeah, overall, great game. We, we'll not, we, we've talked a whole lot, but we are going to do a spoiler show, so I think we do need to move on to... What else have you been up to, Chini? Anything else this week? Uh, mm, what? <laughs> I'm, is that a no? I forgot the question. Um, <laughs> Any other game? Right. <laughs> you don't have to have have, you mm. know. I'm not, you know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Trying to think, trying to think. Anything else? I looked at the box of Gears of War. I looked at the box and I thought oh, I should so play that. that. That's definitely a game I should kind of get on. Yep, yep. Um, then they I just sent it to me on Gamefly. I have it right here. You hear that? Yeah. That Gears yeah. of War Judgment. The day after we had our play date. So I had to rent it from Redbox and then get it from Gamefly one day later. I looked at Far Cry 3 again. And I held yeah. it, and I read the back, and I went, oh, that, that looks good as well. But I didn't put the disc in the Xbox, you say. Which is probably what you're looking for, isn't it, Jerry? 
No, I'm just wondering if there was anything else you played that at all. <laughs> mm. But so, the, the game, the get, this needs to be in the console, though, doesn't it? Really, for this to qualify. Heard a few to play it, yeah. Mm. No, yeah. no, no, I haven't. Um, I've got, I've got uh, Crisis Three Two play that came from Love Film, but I haven't got around to that. What one have yet. I got from the film? Because I've I bought yeah. Gears of War Judgment and Bioshock, and my two Love Film games have been abandoned. Right, I'm opening them now. Sniper, what was this? Elite V Two. No, no, I've played that. Ghost Warrior Sniper Two. What? There you go, that one. Sniper, Sniper Ghost Warrior 2, sorry I said it wrong. And Darksiders 2, there you go. That's um, more like it. I'll enjoy that one. Well, I picked up Darksiders 2 in the, the latest Humble Bundle this year. Yeah, but week. no one cares. Um, so. which, was, which was only £4, so that was a yeah, kind of a bad you put the, the box cover inside out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no. Do I care? No. Do I Duke, over to you. What, what else have you been playing? Gears of War Judgment. We had a play date with Ian W99 and no one else. What is wrong with you people? Come on. Yeah. Chinny, you should have been there. You had the team. But it was it's Easter Sunday, fun. man. So what? Yeah, I guess that's why people didn't show up. Um, yeah, it's Chinny's fault anyway because he told everyone there was only four maps. That's why no one turned yeah. up and he weren't. But the, yeah, but I, I, I was wrong apparently. Yeah, it wasn't true. But well, there's four maps for shit. But there's four maps for each game mode. So there's so. only two. Yeah, but there's eight maps. There's two. That's what I mean. I mean, but you can't play all eight maps on either game mode. Yeah, it's four still for one, shit. four for the other. Yeah, shit. It is a bit shit. Yeah, it's a bit shit. Bit shit. Um, anyway, so that was fun. I'm really loving it. Like, I'm probably going to keep this for a while from Gamefly because I'm having a good time with that game mode. But I'll say this. It's a lot more fun when you're on a team that knows how to work together and playing against a team that is not very good. Because we had that, our first game, we just dominated them. We just overtook it and destroyed the E-Hulk over. And when you get to be the Serapede, that's so much fun. Because everyone's like, ah, and you're running through, ah, ah, ah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so that was fun. What else have I been playing? I don't think I've really been playing anything else. I had spring break, but it was all Bioshock Infinite, and then I wrote the thing yeah. about Bioshock Infinite, and then I was discussing it online, and then I played some COD Blops, and that's it. Well, I've played two other first-person games this oh, week. Oh, Bioshock 1 again now. Uh, I finished. I finished one of them, so I finished two games this week, including Bioshock Infinite. Uh, and the other game that I finished is a game called Proteus. Um, Never heard of it. Which, if you like the game Flower, uh, stop <laughs> right there. Oh, you'll you'll probably like this. If you didn't like the game Flower, you okay. probably won't like this. Um, so no one will like this game. It takes it takes about an hour to play. It's it's not a very long game. But it is... I liked it a lot. I thought it was just... It put a smile on my face. It's just a kind of cool little escape, if you will. And it was, it was a completely different... Too. It did, you it did. You can say the same thought. It's got very basic uh, 8-bit type graphics. Um, but they're done in a really cool way. And it's, it's procedurally generated. So every time you start the game, you get a different island to explore. So you're basically exploring an island. And each time you start the game, you're in the sea and you have to wade into the, you know, out of the water into the island. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it because it doesn't tell you anything at all. All you do is sort of explore. But stuff, there is stuff that happens. And, and at the end of it, you can make your own assumptions as to what you were doing. But you have to fill in the blanks. There's no story as such. But... 
there is something there if you sort of make your own mind up about it, I guess. It's hard to really describe without giving too much away, really. But it's very colourful. It's cute. You walk around. It's it, The music is generated by the island. So there's this really cool sort of Brian Eno-esque soundtrack, the orb, that type of stuff. You know, very chilled out, ambient sort of type, house music type <laughs> of soundtrack. <laughs> No, it's probably a bit slower than that. It's very chilled. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the flowers, when you interact with different flowers and animals, they all add to the soundtrack, to the music. So, yeah, stuff just like that. Yeah. yeah. That's actually rather a good impression of it. Huh? It is. That's a great impression. Yeah. It is. That's an impression. Yeah, just... So for it, just to give you an example, like you'll come across a, like a, a load of chickens in a group. Uh, and they're pecking on the ground is the sort of beat of the music. And when you walk up to them, they all run off and make sort of like blah, 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 noises that obviously add to the track as well. It's, it's that, just... It, do they make... Blah, 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 oh, okay. Sort of thing. Uh, it's just, it's just kind of cool. Um, there you are. But I just, sound a little the best, like this. Something like that. The best advice I can give to anybody, right? If you're going to buy it, wait till it's on sale on Steam cheap, and then it's worth it. It's not very good out, advice for the game. I mean, it's good advice, but it's not a, necessarily a ringing endorsement. No, but it's about 10 quid, and 10 quid for an hour of game, and it is kind of cool. And I guess you could spend longer if you didn't sort of go through it, or, you know, you could explore a little bit more, but there's not a lot to find, really. Uh, but stuff changes depending on stuff you stuff do. But again, it, it, changes. It yeah, it does. It's cool. It's definitely worth a Coming look at anyway. New album. So. Yeah, but it's not. It's going to be that. It's going to come back to that. Prote- What's is the it name of this game against art? Proteus. 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 It seems kind of the Duke. Both my albums are for sale here. Smooth as silver, and hi ho, Duke. Uh, the other game I've been playing is another first-person game, but the full version of Slender: The Arrival has arrived. Ooh, right. I see. Uh, yeah, and I'm kind of impressed because I wasn't expecting a lot. Because obviously the the beta thing they put out was just the the original eight pages, but with updated graphics. That did look cool, and I've got to say it's it's running on the Unity engine, and I'm kind of impressed with what that engine is capable of because I always associate it with more indie games and stuff that doesn't no, look no, that great. Full 3D, cool model. It, well, this is this is very. Good. I mean, really nice looking lighting effects, really nice particle effects, you know. Um, but it, 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 this has added a sort of story to Slender. And, and you know, it's a shallow thing, but it definitely sets the scene. So basically, the, the game begins with a prologue. Right. Um, where you've gone to find this girl in, that, in a house. Your car can't go any further into the forest, so you have to start walking uh, to get to the house. And as you walk, you know, like in, in really great horror films where it suddenly goes from bright, sunshiny day to suddenly nighttime, yeah. it sort of does that as you're walking along. And, and there's these really creepy footsteps that you hear every now and again. And you can't, at first, you're sort of like, is it my footsteps? And then you stop walking, and obviously they oh, stop oh, a couple of seconds after you. Yeah, and you're just looking around thinking, you know, something's obviously following me, but I just can't see it. Um, and then obviously you get to the house, and it's all there is no loading screens as such apart from between levels. Uh, so when you get into the house, you, you can open the door, you can explore it. Very amnesia like, you can open doors and everything and go and explore all the rooms. Very simple puzzles, but very creepy all the same. And it's, it's doing a pretty good job at the moment. So I've got to the eight pages level, but there's another three levels after that. There's five levels altogether. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get into that a bit more, but it's bloody creepy as hell, man. 
but they've done a good job of that. Uh, and then the only other game, and I've been playing an absolute bloody ton of this on the iPad, is Solitaire Blitz. Uh, Chini, I can recommend this for you. It's free to play. It's PopCap. Right. And it's, it's basically a quick fire Surely solitaire game. Surely, Stu, out. It's a quick, ti- quick, quick fire. So you basically get your, you know, your row of cards like you're doing normal solitaire, and you get your, you know, your main card at the top. Yeah. And you basically just got to do higher or lower, and then it, it can split them and everything. And you've just got to try and obviously get rid of all your cards before the time runs out. What do you think I would like, Jim? I don't know. It's just a kind of cool, what very fuck addictive. Do you think it's worth my time? Very addictive. It's free. Huh? <laughs> it's free. Huh? It's free. But it, it, again, it does the buying time thing, so it gives you like six minutes to play uh, it, and then you have to wait so long before you can play it. Just top that thing. Uh, I don't really care about it. I just play yeah. it. Well, have a go with it. Have a go. It's free. It's free. I don't like yeah. having notifications on my phone, and it goes one. So I'm like, get rid of it. Yeah. No. Well, you just turn them off, don't you? Go. No, I don't want them. Yeah. True. I could do that as well. Yeah. Just do that. I always say no to all of those things. Um, and that's about it for me this week. So I play, but yeah, Proteus. If you want some arty farty that Chini would hate, uh, Slender. If you want some of that's going to scare the heebie-jeebies out of you for about a fiver, which isn't a whole lot of investment, is it? He looks cool. Looks cool. And uh, obviously Bioshock Infinite, which is just amazing. Oh. All right, before Duke, before you ask Duke what why he's been playing Skyrim, um, I, <laughs> I I want to talk about a game that I saw an advert for and I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. It's called Defiance. Is- Yes, thing. this is an MMO thing, isn't it? This thing. Uh, I saw an advert about it. I was like, I, I haven't heard anything about it. And then I saw that it had no reviews, and I thought, oh, that's not a good sign. And then I heard that it was an MMO, and I thought, ah. Now, it might not get any reviews because people haven't played it on the the interweb. Well, Greg, Greg's been on the on the beta for this, hasn't he? Oh, has he? We were talking about it on last week's show that you didn't appear on. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah. It didn't, it, it didn't sound too impressive, I'm being honest. No. It was a bit like, eh. right. I, was just, I saw the advert. I was like, what? 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 What is this? But it's going to, from what? Because Mark Annex was on, and he was saying, if I remember rightly, that it's going to share leaderboards between all the different platforms or something. So it's not going to play cross-platform, but all the, sh- all the leaderboards are going to be cross-platform. Mm. So, but I don't know. Yeah, it looks like, but it's, it's linked to the TV show, isn't it, that's coming out? I don't know. So, uh, so basically, the way it, the premise of it is that things that people do play in the game will be written into episodes of the TV show. Really? And stuff that happens in the TV show will affect stuff that happens in the game. Nope. Never worked. Well, apparently that's what it's going to be doing. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see whether it does or not. It would be interesting. But I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, so, yeah. So Sorry, Skyrim. Skyrim. No, he's not going to talk about Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know what, what I have to say. Uh, I played all of Big Bad Daddy's uh, hunting thing that there is now. Right, all right. Which I thought there would be more of, but whatever. A little bit is good. Um, yeah, it looks cool so far. I can't wait till the hunting lodge is finished because he's releasing it in stages. And the the stages that you can play are sort of like the stages of building the hunting guild, which is cool. Um, I'm eager for him to get done, so that's a good thing that I'm. So, so what you're saying is you're complaining that somebody who's making something in the free. totally in the spare time yeah. for free exactly. isn't long enough. Step for... on a car, dude. What are you taking your time with? <laughs> oh my I god! Because I don't have it. I'm a busy man. I don't have time to play with the phone here. I got... Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah, god. but I haven't. You know, mostly it's been Bioshock Infinite, 
And, yeah, and I play more Call of Duty than I did Skyrim this week. <gasps> What's up with that? And if, I know what is that all about. Happened in Black Ops, but uh, still a good sound. By the way, by the way, one last thing, and I know we've talked quite a lot about Bioshock Infinite, but one of the things I didn't mention was, even though it took 11 hours for me to finish it, you know, sometimes with a game where you get to that point where you're like, oh God, when's it going to finish? When am I going to get to the end of this? You didn't have that with this? Never had that with this, or Tomb Raider for that matter, either of these games, and I played them both for 11 hours, which neither of them felt like 11 hours. So, very cool, very cool. Anyway, that being said, it's the indie pick for this week. Let's see how that went. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> game review review. Hello, friends. Vladus here with another indie game <laughs> review. What are you talking about? Of course, Duke remembered to program me. This week's indie game is Dodgeball Championship, a new indie game for 80 points. Have you wanted to play a dodgeball game on the indie game and use your avatar? No. Well, then you won't like this game. <laughs> Dodgeball Championship is 80 Microsoft points. Vlados out, bitches. Eat my ass. Shit, fuck. Please censor those out. Jeez, I've got to say, Vlados sounded a bit weird this week. I know, yeah. I think he's got a cold or something. There's definitely something strange about that one. Uh, that's the best Vlados ever. I'm <laughs> So what you're telling me is I should forget because I have grades due on Monday. I go crazy trying to grade all my papers on Sunday night. I should just forget about it every week and pretend it. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. I didn't forget. I mean, I did forget, but I have a good reason because I had grades due and everything got crazy yesterday. So. Uh, she's on. She's on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it was. That's um. That's the ticket. Yeah. So dodgeball. What did you think? I like this. Yeah, it was what fun. Did you, what did you? I thought it was great. I thought it was really well done because there's not that many great sports games on the indie game, so it was a nice thing to see working. Um, Genie, what did you think? What do you think about a bit, bit of dodgeball? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Uh, animation a bit ropey, but whatever. Uh, it's it kind of gets across dodgeball. What do you need? Dodgeball with avatars done. It's cool. I think this, this would be great played as a multiplayer game. I would imagine it's fine. And I love yeah, the way you got a... the people on the bench. It'd be cool if you had people watching. Like, say if you had, like, say, ten people, four people on the court, the rest are on the bench, and then the one person has you one chance, and then the other person comes on. You can all give each other shit. I mean, it'll never happen, but that would be fun. Can I just check in? I'm not sure whether I've whether this is the case or not, but I'm assuming is it is it up to four player multiplayer so you can have like two different people on each team? I think. I don't know. I think so. Oh, for sure. I think you can. That's cool. How cool is that? That's kind of cool if it's right. If I'm right, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm almost sure I'm right. Um, but I'm I did. Sure, I did, he's right, people. I did almost buy this because I, I thought this would be kind of funny for a play date. <laughs> you know, where we had like a dodgeball championship knockout. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Challenge friends online in traditional elimination or deathmatch. Compete against eight computer teams in single player or co-op tournament mode. Oh yeah, co-op. There you go. So you could play obviously play two four on, two. on four, dodgeball with your own avatar. Yeah. That's cool. If it works all right, I mean, if the infrastructure is fine, you know, and it connects okay, that'd be kind of cool. Fun, I've got to say. Mm. Um, I like the variety of moves because I was expecting to be fairly simplistic, but there's quite a lot of. Wheel, that was good. Yeah, cartwheel, oh, well. throw, and power it up. Yeah. And... 
jump to dodge and dodge to the side and sprint. The dodge thing the, works as well. So someone throws a ball at you, you press and hold B, and he just goes, huh, whatever. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. That actually worked pretty well. Yeah, I've got to say, it was a, it was a fairly potential multiplayer, potential play date. It'd be funny, indie game play date. 80 points each, and we just throw balls at each other. That'd be fun. <laughs> balls. Balls. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a good pick. So, um, yeah, dodgeball. Dodgeball. Whatever that is. Yeah. Check out dodgeball. Dodge, is it dodge, dodgeball elite? I think it is. Is it uh, dodgeball? Dodgeball. It's got dodgeball in the title so anyway. So you do Bing search for dodgeball, and who knows what, what you'll see? Bing is a very good search engine, but still. Ultimate dodgeball. Ultimate dodgeball. Ultimate dodgeball. I knew it was something like that. Ultimate dodgeball. There you Ultimate go. Make sure dodgeball. you l- look it up. Look it Ultimate. up. Um, Ultimate. Ultimate dodgeball. Dodge. Anyway, that being said, we get paid said, every time we say it. We do. That's how we make our money. Yeah. Um, ultimate dodgeball. Yeah. By the way, it's Chinny's news time. Let's oh, do that. Oh yeah. Putting news first. Uh, welcome to the ultimate dodgeball news uh, stuff. Yay. <laughs> Sweet. How you doing? <laughs> right, I'm just picking it. Right, Battlefield 4 officially revealed. Bitchy. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, the game looks like Battlefield. Have you have you watched the yep. the release trailer? It, it does look. looks very nice. Gotta say, but that being said, it's just more Battlefield. It's isn't just it? Battlefield. You know, it looks pretty. It does look it, very. This pretty. one's running on a PC, obviously. Yeah. And it will be available for 360 and PS3. Because EA log to have money. Um, but I'm sure it will be available for the new consoles as well. Well, interestingly... Well, it did. No, we know it is because they're going to have the, the bigger multiplayer and everything the same as the PC version. Bam. But interestingly, I was talking to someone at work the other day who's a huge Battlefield fan. Mm. And he watched this you know, this PC demo yep. and, and obviously was talking to me and said, oh, is that what it's going to be like on the new consoles and on the new generations? And I said, well, I would imagine it'll be very close to looking like that, I would think. I can't see any reason why it wouldn't. And that's his tipping point. That was his, yeah. I'm definitely getting one then. As soon as people start seeing these pretty graphics, that's it. Yeah. If that's what it's going to look like on a 720, I'm having one of those. One of those. Um, yeah. yeah, so Battlefield is going to look like more Battlefield. Uh, you're going to shoot people. And shit's going to go down. Fantastic. I've got to say, though, the animations are just amazing in it. I mean, very realistic looking movement and stuff. It's very good. So it will support the next gen, the next Battlefield, but I'll tell you what won't be supporting the the current gen Wii U, the Unreal Engine 4. I know. Uh, No Unreal Engine 4 support for the Wii U, PS3 and Xbox 360. Of course, it doesn't really matter for the PS3 or Xbox 360, but it really does matter for the Wii U, which means the Wii U is fucked. And uh, (laughs) an, an official statement... Uh, some guy said the Wii U's fucked. No, he didn't. He said, uh, what, Mark Rain from Epic. Um, what was he saying? What was he saying? Well, apparently he laughed before he went, no. <laughs> he said, will it run on Wii U? And he went, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then he said, on a more, uh, yeah, he said, quote, I mean, sorry, that's not really a correct answer. We have an Unreal 3 engine for the Wii U, right? And Unreal 3 is a pairing all kind of amazing games. Still lots of games being made with the Unreal Engine 3. We announced today about a new Unreal Engine 3 license, he said, via Kotaku. Unreal 3, 
Well, Unreal Engine 3 doesn't disappear because of the Unreal Engine 4, but our goal for... Can I just put UE3? Yeah, UE4. Yeah. UE4. Our goal for UE4 console-wise is next-gen consoles. Uh, that's what our engines, uh, energies are focused on. If you want to make a Wii U game, we have the Unreal Engine 3. I didn't even do it then. UE3, and it's powering some of the best games on the Wii U already. So, what Mark Ray just then. said was... Wii U is not next gen. No, it isn't. And I, I think what's kind of interesting with this, I mean, he is right because obviously, you know, Bioshock Infinite is on Unreal Engine 3. We know that because that's what he was made with. A, a heavily modified version, that is. Um, but yeah, the Wii U is, I mean, look, you see, I still, I mean, I, I, this thing is just going to fail on so many levels eventually. I mean, it, it's it's going to be a slow death, I think, because I think they will try and, and bolster years, it up. they'll come out with a new console. They have I to. I think they'll have to. Have yeah, to. I'm, I'm beginning to agree with you because I don't know how else they're going to succeed. No support. It's going to be another GameCube. Oh, there'll big be, time. There'll be good uh, games. I bet you some good games will come out for the Wii U, right? But it, it, it'll die very quickly. Look, the GameCube, I think, the GameCube, that's a wicked game. Eternal Dark is one of my favourite games I've ever made. But yep. it's, you know, the console didn't get any support. Shit. Yeah. What you gonna do? Uh, yep. DRM Red, Red is Evil a failed, Four. dead end strategy, says EA, Frank. Um, this one's kind of funny. So, so the people behind SimCity are saying that the DRM issues aren't the reason for its always online structure. Uh, some dude said, Fra- Frank... Quote, that's not the reality. I was involved in all the meetings. Uh, DRM was never even brought up once. You don't. Right, can I stop you there? Come right? on. Just because, right, the only reason I'm stopping you there is because, right, even, even if they went, no, do you know what? We're not going to have any DRM. There is no doubt that that was brought up in some way, shape, or form. Even if they went, no, we're not going to have any. They'll discuss DRM. Because that would be an automatic thing for an online video game. It's, it's something they must always discuss. Of course. So that's bollocks right there. RM element. Bollocks right there. Bollocks. Anyway. Um, right. I lost my place. Uh, DRM uh, was never even brought up once. Uh, Stu Feller is wrong. You don't build an MMO because you're thinking of DRM. You build uh, a It's not an MMO. Of- well, that was the next point I was going to come to. 15 players at once is not an MMO. That's less than most multiplayer games. Hey, what, this conference keeps getting interrupted. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're building a massively multiplayer experience. That's It's not massively multiplayer. I'll tell you what, this conference room has very <laughs> poor walls. It's very thin walls. <laughs> it's multiplayer conference. Um, yeah. So that, that's the that's the gist of that story. They said, oh no, it's nothing to do with DRM. We don't mind piracy. Actually, we love it. Shit, what did I just say? Um, which is bollocks. Because we all know that they hate it. Right, list time. I'm going to do a list, Stu. Ooh, we've not done a list for a while. It's a bit of a shitty list, but I'll read it anyway. Um, Go on, then. What are we going with? The uh, games that split opinions. Okay. So, now, we, we do we do a couple of things with this. All right, I'll read the game out, okay? Yeah. And then yep. we agree if that we, we'll debate whether it should be on the list. And if it is on, it should be on the list, what we think of the game. Fair enough? Yep, fair enough. Right, so the first, the first one that comes up on the list, which none of us has played, so this is fun, uh, Dead Space 3. 
Uh, okay, I, I haven't heard anybody like. Sometimes you can tell like, I, okay, I haven't played Tomb Raider, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. So like, I'm eager to play it. So that's basically based on what Not we so know. Do you, do we think this is a, a kind of a split opinion game? I would have probably said so because I think definitely from what I've heard, some people really like it and some people don't like it so much. Mm. So I, I think this but definitely the co-op as well. Like, you know, should it be made? Blah blah. blah. Should it? Yeah. Should it have all that stuff in it? Mm. I think it definitely definitely splits opinion. This one, this one's a worthy one for that, I guess. Indeed, you do. Right. Okay. And there are some kind of really positive reviews and really negative reviews. Uh, one of the positive ones. I won't do this for all of them because I'll be here all night. No. But um, yeah. uh, Dead Space Three. Uh, this is by um, Game Informer. Dead Space Three involves the winning formula into uh, a title not only. Uh, befitting on a fantastic series, but also one of the best games of this generation. Uh, one critique uh, the, that loathed it was Dead Space 3, it was a video gamer, Dead Space 3 is a letdown because it's not a very good action game and a really substantial, substantial, substandard, I can't speak tonight, horror game. Uh, so, split opinions. Split opinions on... Yeah, would agree with that one. Okay, the next one, I, can't, I don't know if you've played it, Stu, but Red Steel... I played the second one. Right, that's I it. didn't play the first, and I loved the second one a lot. I really, really liked it. Bad things about Red Steel. Yeah, the original one I never played, but the second one I played, and I, re- I thought they did a really good job of the second one. I, you know, I did a lot of jumping around my living room and swinging my Wiimote all over okay. the place, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. We've all got it. something to say about the next one. We'll gloss over that one. Uh, Aliens, yeah. Colonial Marines. Should that be on a list where it says no. split opinions? No. No, definitely not. No, what do you think, Duke? Nope. Because the only the only one I remember was was uh, EGM said it was good. Every other uh, so EGM said on an express elevator to otherworldly awesomeness. Uh, like most successful license-based games, Aliens Colonial Marines is much more than a loving homage. It serves as one of the most robust story-driven co-op experiences to date. The concept wow. definitely has room to grow, but it's made in but as maiden voyages go. Colonial Marines is a clear winner. EGM. So was the bank ten. balance. So were the bank balance when well, they were paid off the sale. Those nice things. It's hard to see a bad game when no one else, when you're the first person to see it. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. I'm not. They should. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm all off. But I'm saying, like, when you don't have the, the, all the feedback of all the people on the internet and all these podcasts and all these review sites, when you're the first person to play it. It's hard to see um, the kind of errors of things or no. I've heard people give a, a score and then they see other people's scores and they're completely different to theirs. And they just went, well, no, I didn't expect that. So, anywho. Yeah, but I mean, look, from what you've said, from what Duke said, from like every other person I've spoken to who's played the game... Even if you thought that there was some sort of fun to be had with it, you couldn't overlook the flaws and the issues that it had, surely. I think, I think, I think for me, reviews like are best on podcasts because you just hear people talk about it. And then as soon as I say a game like Left 4 Dead, you all know that it's great because everybody talks about it. As soon as I say a game like Dark Souls, it splits opinion. Right, so yeah. we all know kind of what the internet thinks of these games, and that's probably your best review, in my opinion. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, this is definitely on the list. Uh, Deadly Premonition. Oh yeah. 
I hated the game. I thought it was I loved it. nonsense. It was my my near game of the year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I loved it. I just loved it. And I'm not the only person who loved it, you know. Structoid, that give this the 10 out of 10. There is absolutely nothing in this industry that can compare to how weird and wonderful the whole experience is. Just as a piece of entertainment, as a game uh, that consistently um, surprises and amazes and leaves jaw, the jaw hanging. I have no choice but to say Daily Permission goes above and beyond. This game is so bad, it's just it's not just become good it's pretty close to perfect i mean his review to be fair was a very tongue-in-cheek well, you yeah. know it wasn't he was he recorded it's a bad game but he also had a lot of fun with it but what's kind of interesting is what i always found very interesting about when it released in america it obviously universally apart from destructoid it got pretty slating reviews i gave it maybe two out of ten three out of ten or whatever you know it was universally slated apart from destructoid when it later released in europe they were a lot kinder to it and i always found that was kind of interesting you know they were what people thought yeah 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 because it's suddenly like oh actually a few people actually like this game maybe we shouldn't be quite so harsh on it and and people were prepared to look for stuff they liked in the game rather than just looking at all the bad stuff now the next one i thought people liked this one um, but hey, Hitman Absolution, the latest Hitman game, got apparently mixed reviews. Overall, I, I kind of heard that it was very good. I thought it was all right, but I think the problem I had with it, and I played quite a lot of this. I never got to oh, the yeah, end of the sentence. You played yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of it. I played maybe about a good five or six hours of it, so I played quite a lot of the game, and I did have a lot of fun with it. But I think the problem for me was it it, it was kind of cardboardy animations it was and i guess that's part of these types of games you know where yeah. you're looking they're just on a loop yeah yeah and i think that's what what sort of there was not a lot of dynamic sort of movement from the enemies or you know and you could change what you did but you were limited to about eight things that you could well, do that's, that, to me that's a hitman game so yeah whatever um yep mixed reviews for that uh, the next one is a, a generation away uh the getaway I don't even remember this. Uh, even... The Getaway was a kind of GTA clone set in London. It was made by the people that recently made L.A. Noir, Tim Bondo, and they made a kind of London um, GTA where it had indicators. I remember having indicators. I was blown away by that. And also, the healing mechanic was if you're injured, you would lean on a wall and get better. So, I liked the game myself. I played this a long, long, long time ago. I didn't care for it. You didn't care I for it? So it there you go. Slow. I felt like the mechanics were kind of wonky. There you go. Split opinion yeah. on the show. There you go. Uh, there moving you on, go. a game that we probably, none of us have played. I've played the recent ones, but not this one. Operation Flashpoint Elite. No, I didn't fact, play No, this. I have played this. Sorry, I have played this. But I only play it because Marsh um, loves these games. He loves like simulation soldier games. So whatever. Uh, apparently, he had a split opinion. Uh, I like the XMD. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I'm going to read it out, Stu. Hold your horses. Yes, I'm going to read yes, it out. Yes. Uh, the, one of the, the, the um, positive reviews uh, by Xbox World Magazine is it starts out as one of the most engrossing and frightening war, frightening war simulators ever made uh, before evolving into a fun box that even titles on next-gen consoles, including the 360, will struggle to compete with. When you look at the graphics of this, yeah, they have no problem competing with those graphics now. Um, but uh, one of the funny reviews, which was pretty negative, um, by XBM Magazine, no longer still going on, I think, uh, one out of ten, 
Well, it's better than getting shot in real life. There you go. Fantastic review. <laughs> I like that. So, moving on. Um, this is going to be a short one, I think. God Hand. Never heard, Never of, heard it. of it. Moving on. Uh, Tomb Raider, on. the Angel of Darkness. Which one was this one? This was one? the was this... fifth one, I think. Oh, this was the one that was meant to be really terrible. I don't think I ever played I this. I missed this because I, I, I loved Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3. And I played 4. And I liked 4, but it was kind of like... Even I could see that it was getting old, you know, this whole Tomb Raider formula. And then this one came out and I just completely skipped it because all I heard was just bad shit about it. Just bad, bad stuff. And by then, I wasn't into Tomb Raider anymore. I was just kind of gone off it because, you know, it went a bit stale. So, um, yeah. So, apparently, bad. Well, that was when they first decided they needed a reboot, wasn't it, after that game? Yeah, they, they kind of gave a, you know, bigger boobs. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, bigger boobs always work. Uh, right, next game. I, I don't think Duke's played this, but mm, Stu, you have. I've played a lot of this, yeah. Dead Island is the next game. And yeah, I, I mean, kind of think know, that most of the 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 reviews were positive. They are, but what I think what they suffered from um, trailer is yeah the trailer. I think if they hadn't have had that trailer, this would have probably got better scores. Maybe. Because I think people were like going, "This isn't a trailer. This isn't anywhere near as good as that trailer." I'm going to score it down. No, I don't um, so. I think that potentially would have would have influenced well, people because everyone's expecting positive, this amazing. A lot of positive reviews, but the one the one negative one. Uh, was by Edge, 3 out of 10. Uh, yeah. The world doesn't have the charm uh, to warrant forgiveness and progress halting bugs to prevent it anyway. With regular AI freezes and vanishing items, a mistimed autosave that can prove fatal. Ultimately, it all invites for a refashioning of another line of Ro- from Romero. Romero? Uh, yeah, George A. Romero. Ah, right, okay. Uh, when there's no more room in development hell, the dead losses will walk the earth. Now, there were a lot of bugs at the start of this game. Yeah, I, I didn't find a little the... bit after that, and they patched them all, so I didn't notice yeah. any of them. I didn't really notice a whole lot of bugs. The, the one that we had trouble with a couple of times um, was if we got sort of split up a little bit when we were playing together, you know, obviously in co-op, and you died, sometimes you got put to a checkpoint that was miles away from where the other people were and then you had to try and fight your way back to where they were so that was kind of frustrating but that didn't happen a whole lot mm-hmm. that didn't happen a whole lot but overall i i can't remember i don't remember having any real issues with it anyway so much that's the list yeah. that's that list done it's good it's very good uh, in other news uh, walking dead peoples are making another game based on is it a dc yeah it is a dc comics fables universe hey that uh, reminds where, me sorry uh i did play another game this week it's called uh uh legendary it's a card game um i got it for me and the duchess to play because there's this game called dominion which is a card game which is a lot of fun but it's all competitive and so married people shouldn't play competitive games against each other all the time because you'll go crazy but this game is cooperative which is really cool and we haven't played it together yet but i played it on my own to sort of figure out how it works and it's a lot of fun so that's it sorry you just reminded me with the dc comics thing well uh that reminded me of another thing having said a, a <laughs> game uh but Stu Leckie, uh, tweeted. Last Night on Earth. It's a board game. It's awesome. That is all. I went to have a look at this on Amazon. And if it had been slightly cheaper, I might have bought it because it does sound bloody cool. 
Uh, and basically, it's sort of the last night on Earth with a zombie apocalypse, and you can you can play as either the zombies or as the humans, and you're, you're given scenarios to play out on a board game where you have to try and survive the night. Yeah, uh, it does sound kind of cool, but and it's got great reviews, but it's thirty five quid, which I guess is about forty five dollars, fifty dollars. Yeah, so it's expensive. So I was like, ooh, if it had been twenty. I might have gone for it, but it's who would I play with? Because Kay's not going to go, oh, yeah, let's play that zombie game that you bought. (laughs) So it was was kind of a lot of money to spend, but it does look awesomely cool. And you can get uh, additional, not DLC, but add-on packs for add-on scenarios and stuff. Uh, But, yeah, it looks kind of cool. Check it out. It does look good. If if you've got loads of nerdy friends and you want to have a party, this looks kind of cool for that. There you go. Kind of cool. Walking Dead makers are making a game called The Wolf Among Us uh, based on the DC Comics Fables universe. Um, and it's going to feature the big bad wolf, and he goes to New York, apparently. Um, it also features Mr. Toad, the three little pigs, uh, and it's, yeah, it's just something very, very different coming. It's going to be interesting, this, because this is coming out in the summer, I believe. Yeah. So, so when so, is the and then dead coming, then? The autumn. So that's coming out this year as well. Interesting. So, Maybe they split their so teams up into two. I'm guessing they must do, but I find this kind of, you know, interesting. And, and, you know, they want to be careful that they don't end up with another Jurassic Park. So hopefully this will be good. Because, they, you know, the, the trouble is now, you know, they've had this massive the hit with the They wall. set the bar. They have. People are expecting whatever they release, it's going to be like gold, isn't it? You know what I mean? It Ooh. doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be a maze ball, so it better up be. Uh, another news Lots as well. Sorry, Karen. No, that's it. I was going to say a lot to live up to. Uh, on this as well, uh, Valve has grown 50% in the past year. Boom. Yeah, Microsoft, they're not a competitor, though. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's why we, they do all those sales. Not to compete, just because they felt like it. Uh, they're the kindness of their hearts. But I think that is <laughs> completely in line with just the way that PC gaming in general has grown. And over Valve the last are going from strength to strength. Yeah, and I think that's part of it. You know, people have realised how simple it is to, you know, get stuff off Steam and just play it, and there's no fuss and things just work like they're supposed no to. No fuss at all. Oh, talking of things working like they're supposed to, if you do get Proteus, do it in Windows <laughs> mode. Bang. <laughs> Windowed mode, because when I did it in full screen, it crashed my computer twice. So anyway, that's that being point. said... <laughs> yeah, that's being said. Windowed mode seemed to work fine, though. Hey, so you look they... forward to the PS4, Stu? Uh, possibly not. I don't know. I'm not that bothered at the moment. I knew you would be. Right, so here's the lineup: uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Yay. Battlefield. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. Diablo 3. Yay. Destiny. Mm. Uh, uh, give me, actually, give me noises pushy. for each one of them. You ready? Oh, yeah. Bush. All right. Okay, go on. Then. Destiny. Try again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Deep Down. Huh? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I'm not even going to tell you what it is, so I can't be asked to read it. All right. Drive Club. Do <laughs> you watch your noise? Mm-hmm. Okay. Final Fantasy, whatever the next one's going to be. <laughs> whatever. Although I haven't liked the last few, so. <laughs> Infamous Second Son. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah! That could be good. Uh, those were words, Duke. That I don't count. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Killzone Shadow really Fall. Yeah. Killzone Shadow mm. Fall. Mm. Uh, mm. And, okay, okay. And the next page. Uh, knack. Is it Knack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that thing. Uh. Star Wars 1313. 
This podcast is weird. Uh, thief. <laughs> you told us to do this. Thief. Yeah, you. Thief. <laughs> right. Uh, watch dogs. <laughs> be silly now. <laughs> watch dogs. Woo! All right, final one. Give you a serious one. The, okay. the Witcher Three. Oh yeah! Uh, I lied about uh, the final one. This is uh, the final uh, one. Uh, All right. Here, the, the, my sound effect was uh, because that's a way of mumbling the phrase. I gotta play these other ones. Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, I want this. I'll, I'll call you out which one I want first. Right. The next okay, last okay. game is the witness, Duke. Uh yeah. That's a word. Uh. <laughs> you just take the consonants out, and it's not a word. Okay, here we go. Uh, pretentious, also. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Whatever, you cannot <laughs> criticize people for being pretentious. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm. There you go. I'm kind of interested in it, even though I don't like Jonathan Blow. Oh, no, it's for the witnesses. Wait. Fuck you, Jonathan Blow. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a noise. That's well, words. Like, words are noises. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. News and shit done. This is this is a Ginny's noise for that game. Yeah, exactly. That's, a good, that's a good noise. Hey, done. Go. Good evening and good. welcome to the middle of the film. So, Ginny, Metacritic scoring then. We should talk about this. This is interesting. I knew you'd do that. I know. I knew you'd do that. I finished the news and I knew you'd pick something that I haven't picked. No, we definitely need to talk about this because it's been kind of controversial. Well, controversial, because I don't know anything about it. Go. Controversy, controversial. Well, basically, this dude at a university has been studying Metacritic for the last four years or something ridiculous. No. Now, what I didn't realize, and I don't know whether you guys realize this, but Metacritic isn't just an average of all the scores that people give to games. Because I thought, oh, it's just an average of, you know, they get all the reviews, add them all. Because I, I often thought, well, how is that different than anyone else doing a website like that where they just get all the review scores, add them together and give you an average? Well, it doesn't quite work. Because each publication is weighted yeah, in a of course certain... they are. They're not going to give Fred's reviews the same way they're giving IGN. Well, there's some weird ones, right? If this is correct, right? So basically... weird ones. So basically what he did, this guy, he, he sort of took every review and then he went through all the different things. And as they were adding the new, you know, the new reviews that were coming in, he was working out what weightage it was giving it. So he sort of, and then he applied it to the other reviews to see if he was, you know, assumptions were correct. And on the holy word, they have been called out a little bit by another saying that they, they tried his theory on another game and it didn't work out the right score. And it was quite a few points out, but on the whole, most of them worked. Um, but the highest weighted uh, reviewers were these, right? So we'll go through the highest ones, which are Dark Zero. Ever heard of those? Nope. Dark Zero. Digital Chumps. Oh, yeah. Digital Chumps. Everybody listens to that podcast. Uh, Digital Entertainment News. I thought that was the same thing. Extreme Gamer. Firing Squad. Uh-huh. Game Almighty. Uh, then Game Informer. So that's one of the more... There you go. You know, there you go. How's on? Game Pro, yep. Gamers Europe, mm-hmm. Game Game Trailers, yep. which you'd expect to be. Uh, Got Next, right. 
Never heard of them. Uh, and then we've got IGN, IGN Australia, and IGN UK in one big bunch. Yep. So IGN are all there. Just Adventure, Machinima, uh, Planet Xbox 360, PlayStation official, uh, PlayStation official magazine UK, PlayStation official magazine US, Telegraph, New York Times, Six Axis, Total PlayStation, VG Pub. Oh, <laughs> close. It's close. Uh, VideoGameZone.de, Wired, X. Xboxing. If you like this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Yahoo Games and ZT Games Domain. So the highest rated reviewers aren't... Well, but I'm guessing they have to mix it up with some of the lesser ones so it doesn't get... I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, then sort of... But in the lowest rated, we did have some of the big players in the lower... We had... Uh, as rated as a medium, we had Xbox 360 Magazine UK, Xbox World 360 Magazine UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Play Magazine. We had official Xbox magazine. We had PC Gamer, PC Gamer UK, PC Gamer, PC Powerplay. PC Buttface. The Guardian. Ooh, The Guardian. Guardian. Yeah, the lowest ones. This one's kind of Games TM is in the low, which is, well, it's kind of one of the big publications over here, really. And PSW Magazine UK, uh, MS Xbox World. Can I read all of these out? No, no, I'm just saying. And then the lower, lower, yeah, lowest, catch. lowest. Why don't you take time and smell the roses, Chinny? This one makes kind of sense. Uh, in the very lowest of the low, official PlayStation 2 magazine. Is that still counted? Yeah. <laughs> <Do> exist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was like. It's a bit weird. Uh, anyway, so that's how they do it. Um, but anyway, Metacritic, how we do it. Metacritic have called foul on this and said it's wholly, wholly inaccurate. Ooh. It's uh, like, holy and, shit. Holy, holy inaccurate. Uh, and it says in an update, Metacritic explained that it uses far fewer tiers than the research suggests, and the disparity between each tier is smaller than the report claims. It also, it also claims that the placement into the various tiers is also inaccurate. Get it? Uh, yep. Weights are much closer together and have much less of an impact on the score calculation, Metacritic noted. It then added, our placement of publications in each tier differs from what is displayed in the article. The article overvalues some publications and undervalues others. Of course, until the actual list is revealed, we'll never know how that crazy industry shift in Bearmoth works. Um I mean, it's kind of interesting that, you know, and we've talked about this before, that sort of developers use this as a benchmark. If they don't score over 85, then, you know, they don't get the bonuses and all that kind of stuff. And It's a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, and I think what the, the, the worrying, potential worrying thing here, although there's obviously no proof about this at all, but, you know... But I'm still worried. There's nothing to say that, you know, some games developer couldn't bung Metacritic something and so they changed the weighting slightly so that a game gets 84 Come on, instead Hugh, of 85. That's speculation. Just say I mean, you're right. It's possible, right. but that sounds like a very elaborate process for someone to go to and they there's no guarantee it'll have a big effect. And then what? You're out a lot of money. Yeah, but then we know, look, right... And I hate to say it, but we live in a world where money talks, right? Of course money talks. But you know what? Here, isn't it? No, no, no. Sorry, Stu. And I hate to be a jerk, but seriously, it's so much more cost effective for them to just buy off somebody at IGN. And that's, I think, a much bigger worry. Yeah, possibly. No, you're probably right as well. But then they would want negative reviews, not potentially positive ones. <laughs> you buy they don't want to... off to you write a negative review. They don't want to pay out their, uh, you know, the sort of bonuses. But then... 
I guess on the flip side of that, they'd rather have a more positive uh, overall review score so they would sell more games. Companies are invested in having positive reviews. Yeah. If you sell a lot of games based on those positive reviews, you'll get more money than you would lose through the bonuses. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is, 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 you know, if that weighting is correct, what the hell is it actually based on? You know, why have they weighted it in that way? Probably because it's to do with, like, I don't know, reliability of scores and, and just, like... I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe there's like a correspondence between how what the reviewers and that source rate a game and what the community, you know, the audience rates it. Talking of community, uh, I went on, you know, when um, Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel released, just to have a look, you know, just to sort of see how it was getting on. And there was only about three scores up there. Uh, so not much waiting needed on those reviews. But interestingly, and this is what pisses me right off, right? On the user review side, there were four 10 out of 10s there. And every single one of those 10 out of 10s was a new user with no previous reviews on Metacritic ever. But if you think about it, people probably look at those with a grain of salt anyway. No, but the fact that obviously someone who either works for EA or works for the developer or someone who knows the developer or someone has obviously gone on there and put 10 out of 10 reviews up. And they were all like, this is the best co-op I've ever played. But you're like, how stupid is that? That somebody goes and do, like four different people, you know, have done that. Or the same person has set up four different accounts and put up, you know, similar reviews. Just to try and sell a few more copies, or do you really think that's going to have much effect? I don't. No, but but who condones that? You know, who who sat in an office somewhere going, right? What do I want you to do tomorrow? Is go put some Viral user reviews upon. That's who does it. Yeah, but that's terrible, though, isn't uh, it? I, I, like, it's like I agree. Viral marketing is evil. Well, I don't even know where you'd call it viral marketing. Is it? It's just someone trying to falsify the the scores for Sounds a game. Like viral marketing to me. Well, I guess, but is it that? Is it a marketing company, or is it just somebody who works there? Well, same thing. It's the in-house I marketing. Guess. It's viral marketing. It is what. I just don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it at all. It leaves a bad taste. Yeah, especially yeah. because like you can't tell the thing. I mean, that yes, I agree with you, Stu, and that's really messed up. The thing that annoys me more than that even is that when like people go on like companies hire people to just go to like Reddit. And just be like, hey, what do people think of it? I liked it. Like, this part didn't, uh, you know. It's just like you don't know if the people you're talking to, quote unquote, in the online world are, are maybe paid, you know, marketers. And it's just like I don't want that world where I might just be talked. You know, it's like services where you can pay a girl to be your virtual girlfriend or whatever. It's like, ugh, I want actual, honest, you know, authentic conversations with other humans online. But the other the other thing you've got to think about, and this this is what concerns me more, I guess, is that you know we as sort of podcasters, and you know we spend a lot of time scouring the news and looking at reviews and reading up on new games and all that kind of stuff. I, for you to do that, so we yeah, so we know you know pretty much that you know Army of Two is going to be a fairly mediocre game, but fairly serviceable. You know we played the demo, we've got a you know a fairly good idea of how good or bad it's going to be. Yeah. Someone, you know, and and as we've said before, people tend to take more notice of other people's opinions rather yeah, than we're savvy consumers. But someone else yeah. who isn't, so they go on to Metacritic and go, oh well, re- reviews it. But the people playing it liked it, so it must be all right. So I'll go and buy it. 
And that's where, you know, even if just one person does that, it's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. And kind of annoying. Anyway, uh, that is it for the news this week. That is it for the news. Yeah, Metacritic. Uh, anyway, moving on, we should do some emails. We should do that, shouldn't we? Emails. Oh, emails. Whoa, that ruled. Now, you'll be pleased to know the very first email is very short. I am Here we go. Are you ready? That. Here he goes. Hello. 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 It says, it's from Andrew Gold, uh, Gangu Crimes, and he says, I effing love Bioshock Infinite. Oh, yes. Improved a lot since the first Bioshock. Amazeballs. Amazing fucking fuck, fuck, fuck a duck. Amazing gays. Uh, no need to curse so much. I know, and that's it. So there you go. I like the fact that he, he sort of edited himself in the first sentence. <laughs> I effing love Bio. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, whatever. Also, gonna, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, so, I'm just going to He loves the game. I think he oh, likes it. Mm, mm. Yep. You know what? I shouldn't even say that because I don't want to hear from the people who are like, eh, it's not a great. Look, there'll be people out there. Look, we know. I've already encountered some on Reddit. I, and, uh, who don't like it? There'll be people who don't like it. We know that. But you just got to stick by what you believe. You know what I mean? Hipsters. That's what you got to do. Uh, anyway, next one's from our friend of the show and the constant emailer, Jason. <laughs> And he says this, there's a first time for everything. All right, you ready? Yes. Here we go. I have recently been enjoying one hell of a game. It seems everybody wants to rule the world. See what he did there? I do. Yeah. It took me back to a time to my very first concert and one of my first cinema-going experiences as a child. It got me thinking. What was your first concert or favorite concert, Duke? My first concert was Weird Al Yankovic. I loved it. And you loved it, did you? Yeah, it was great. Uh, and my favorite concert? I don't know. There's been a few. Um, Ministry was awesome when I saw them on the Psalm 69 tour. They had amazing visuals. Uh, I saw um, there was an electronic music concert that had like Eat Static and Moby was there. And Moby gave a really good show. At one point, he's like, yeah, I think I could jump over my keyboard. And he was just like very playful and silly. Uh, but one of the most impressive live shows I've ever seen was a group called Loop Guru, which they play a lot. Of, like their albums are filled with this like down tempo, you know, kind of trance. Uh, not even trance, but more like very slow, you know, kind of like trance in the sense of like Indian trance, you know, and like, okay. you know, African rhythms and stuff. But they came out on the live concert shore and the stage, I was going to say stage. And then I said tour. So stage, uh, and they had all these like pieces of glass and like all these different instruments and drums and stuff. And they just came out and I expected it to be like, just kind of a groovy laid back thing. This woman comes out and she's like, "Ah!" and then all four guys just exploded playing all the different instruments and jumping around. It was the most high energy performance of the whole night. And I was just amazed. It was like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. So that was very unexpected. So they literally blew up they on stage. They literally That's blew up. Unbelievable. Chini, what about you? What, my first concert? Or favorite concert, or both. What was your first and what's your favorite? Um, my first one was Queens of the Stone Age. All right, okay. Um, and then my favorite one was like an unexpected one. Me and Marsh went to see... Um, 
and this isn't the concert, but Lee Evans, we went to see Lee Evans in Manchester and we, we were just kind of like debating where to go afterwards and we went to this bar and then we found out Basement Jacks were in the bar and oh, they awesome. did a performance yeah. and we didn't even know. That's awesome. And then we, we just you went in was, and we oh went down to this God. basement and we, we thought it was like a just a bar, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a, just a Yates or something. Went in, went underground and it was like there was a bouncing castle. It was like a full nightclub. There was a bouncing castle there. There was a jacuzzi there. There no, was uh, a rodeo there, and then the, the announcer just went, "I'm coming on the, to the show now as Bakesman Jackson." And we was like, "Huh, <laughs> uh, this is pretty good night." And then, yow, 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 yow. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, well, the the first concert I ever went to, I was quite old actually. The first time I went to a concert, I was probably about seventeen. 17 or 18, and it was Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Um, right. I'm not sure you've never, never, never heard of it. Which band did you see? No, that's, uh, not the name of your very first band that you mentioned. And they're a sort of cross between sort of rock and punk, I guess, is the best way to describe Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. And uh, one of the famous songs begins with You Fat Bastard chanted, and for the encore... That's what everybody was chanting. So this whole massive theatre was going, you fat bastard, you fat bastard. Did you take take Millie with you? I know she wasn't. No, I didn't, no. Uh, And it was just, um, the atmosphere was unbelievable. I'd never been, and I came out, right, and I was, that's like, I have never sweated as much in my life. And we were right, right in the thick of the mosh pit trying to get to the front, and it was just incredible getting squished by everybody. Uh, but it was great. And I remember sitting on the bus station at Preston. And when I got up, there was a massive like sweat mark on the floor where I've been sat with my bum cheeks imprinted there in sweat. Um, but that's not the best concert. I've got a joint, joint best concerts I've been to. One was Jamiroquai, uh, which was kind of crazy because that he came, he came on stage at about nine o'clock, quarter to nine. And they didn't go off till ten past twelve. It was just an, an immense kind. It just went on forever. And in the middle of the show, right, they had uh, this Australian dude came on with a um, a didgeridoo and just played for about 20 minutes, just the same, like, on a didgeridoo for about 20 minutes, freestyling. Was it Aphex Twin? No, 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 no. It yeah, was just this Maori. Didgeridoo back in the day. Just this Maori guy came on playing the didgeridoo. And uh, JK sat on top of the speaker, cross-legged, while he was doing it and and it was obviously when smoking was still allowed and the actual i mean i didn't i don't smoke and didn't smoke but they all you could see when the lights went down were people skinning up everywhere um smoking spliffs and even the lad sat next sat next to us you know offered us a toot on his spliff it's just everybody in the whole place was smoking spliffs it was just the most unbelievable surreal Oh, yeah, boy, it didn't make any difference, mate. Honestly, you've never seen anything quite like it. Well, you're right, because it's elite. It was. And someone threw him a spliff on the stage, and JK picked it up, put it behind his ear, and went, I'll save that for later. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Honestly, to God, though, I mean, it was just so acceptable. That's what it was. And all you could see was all this sort of marijuana smoke hanging in the air. And that was at the MEN Arena as well. It wasn't like it was in a you know an open field or anything. Um. That being said, my joint was, is also the Basement Jacks, weirdly. Uh, we right went to watch them. Basement, and then they... This, no, this, this was a proper concert. In. No, this was a proper concert um, at the Apollo in Manchester, and they were just... Yow, 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 yow. 
Excellent. Right, let's move on. We'll never get to the end of this email. Uh, next one up. What was your favorite movie theater experience Fucking or your hell. favorite cinema? You, you know what? No. My favorite movie theater experience was – I have a ready answer for that shit. Uh, oh, your first. Sorry. What was your first and your favorite? Who cares first? Uh, the, my favorite was um, – we went to see the movie Spawn, which was based on oh, a comic yeah. book. I have a friend who loves comic books. So anytime comic book movies come out, especially when I lived in the same town as him, he would drag us all to the movie. And go, this is going to be awesome. So we went to Spawn. And after 30 minutes – I was like looking around and some people were looking back at me like our friends were exchanging glances and we were like uh like not saying anything cuz we didn't want our friend to be mad, you know. He might be into it, but we were both like uh, I don't think this movie's very good. <laughs> Finally after an hour we were like, "Oh god, this is so stupid." And we were like rolling our eyes and like tapping on the seat. And then finally after another 5 minutes, this guy in front of us who we did not know he turns to his friend and he goes, God damn, this movie fucking sucks! <laughs> really loud. And the whole theater exploded in laughter. And uh, so for the rest of the movie, it was like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like We're throwing stuff at the screen. We're like, just put the freaking fire out! It was awesome. Awesome. And it was so awesome because it was unexpected. Like, you know, you go to Rocky Horror Picture Show, okay, you know that's going to be crazy and wacky. But this was like, we just thought we were going to a movie. And suddenly it becomes this awesome community experience where everyone commiserates about how bad the movie is. Wow. Ginny, what about you? First movie experience and your favorite? My first one was uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That was the wow. first film I ever watched. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> great um my, my one of my favorite movie uh, uh experiences which i think was my next film my my second film i ever saw in the cinema um which i'm trying to think about when it came out uh was Jurassic Park wow yeah that was good uh, because like my my dad uh 1993 so i was i was uh eight i was eight um, and my dad warned me, right, about, he's like, okay, Mike, um, I'm going to, you, you know, there's a film called Jurassic Park coming out. It's by, you know, Steven Spielberg. You like him? Because I watched a few Spielberg films and, and I liked him. And he says, it's, it's going to be a bit nasty. You know, it's going to have some blood in it. And it's going to have some scares in it. Are you going to be okay? And I went, yeah. All right. So we, we, um. <laughs> I know where the story's going. <laughs> and I, I went, I went along. you going, Dad. <laughs> no, so I went along and, you know, like, we was all excited. I was sitting next to my dad and, um, yeah, uh, we we was watching it and there's a bit where, it, I can't remember which bit it was, but it makes you jump, basically. It just, you know, it's a jumpy moment. Yeah, yeah. And my dad fucking lifted off the seats. He went, boom! <laughs> <laughs> and I went, ah! <laughs> so he was all that was scared. The other so one... Your dad going, Jenny! Yeah. So the other one, I'll, I'll point out, was I watched um, Independence Day. My dad took me and Marsh to, to see Independence Day. And the bit where... Um, Oh, what was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, yeah, you know where they're, they're cutting open the alien? They they, they kind of cut him open and, oh, yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. goes... Oh, yeah, up on the table or something? No, well, like, the first thing that made me jump was, like, the alien splits open. Like, really oh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that made me jump, and I was, I was like... I, I had a cola cube in my mouth at the time, all right, and I started choking on it, all right, and because my, my best friend, Marsh, was sitting next to me, um, he laughed at me. Because that's what best friends do, and he didn't do anything. He just watched me choke. 
And then I, I recovered. And then the next scene where the alien just fucks up the whole lab and he presses data from Star Trek's face against the screen and goes, boosh, like that. I jumped again and choked on another color cube. All right, like, fucking <laughs> hell. So, yeah. From now, like, it still happens to this day. Whenever I watch a film um, that has scares in it or anything, I, like, I get worried about when to swallow and when to kind of eat stuff because I'm thinking I'm going to choke on it. Because Leave your color cubes in the drink. Yeah, because of that one moment, I, I'm like, shit, I've got to swallow now, because if I jump, I might choke or something, and it always bothers me all the time. So, there you go. Uh, well, my first uh, movie theatre experience was, guess what? Guess what it was? Any guesses? Very, very famous What film. was that Castle silent Martha? film called? What was, that sol- what was that silent film called that came in? No, Metropolis? Yeah. No, no. A no. Night at the Opera? A, very, a little dictator? A, a very, very famous science fiction Citizen film. Kane? Science fiction. science fiction film. Was Journey it Star- to the Moon. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, there you go. snap. The Phantom yeah, Menace. No, 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 no. Yeah, A New Hope, actually. The very first right. one. And its original release in the theaters, which was, was it 1976? I think 79, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I don't think it was quite that late. Anyway, whenever that was, that's one of the first movies. And, I, and the other one I always remember was... New Hope. No, not New Hope. 77. Yeah, 77. Oh, that was a good word. 77. Right. I was five years old. Wow. I remember I, I was too young to see the first one in the theaters, but when Empire Strikes, came, Empire Strikes Back came out, uh, my brother was going to see it, and my mom was like going to drop him off. And I was like, I don't want to go see it. She goes, you're too young. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'll see it. And then I went to see it, and I was like, it's scary. I don't like this movie. And my mom was like, I told you. <laughs> Um, I've got a number of favourite ones for different reasons uh, the most recent one of which is the Karate Kid the new one I wanted to see that new one because it, it looks you know I mean I'm curious because I think more students probably have seen the new one but I'm scared because I love the original so much right well I need to explain I didn't think it was brilliant because the film's brilliant it's alright it's not <laughs> terrible it's alright the reason that, the reason it was cool was because it's the first time and only time that this has ever happened when I've been to the pictures, right? And especially in the UK, I think this is kind of a common occurrence in America, but not something that ever happens in the UK. Uh, but at the end the, no, no, no. At the end of the film, when the final moment comes, you know, the climax, yeah. people started clapping. Yeah. That has never happened. It's always weird when that happens because I'm just like, you people are... Yeah. I mean, some, look, don't get me wrong. Like, There's some movies where it's happened and I'm like, okay... That's you know there's a catharsis together with the people in the studio or the theater, but a lot of times it's just like you just want to clap. Yeah, and people clapped. It was like, just weird and like no, and even Kay clapped. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop clapping! What are you what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's very odd. Uh, but but more for for different reasons. Favorites, uh, the Usual Suspect is one of my favorites ever, right? And the reason that was such a favorite was because. We had no idea what the film was. We went to watch something else that had sold out. That's a good feeling. It was sold out. An awesome thing. Yeah, and I said to Kate, well, there's only this usual suspect started in the next 10 minutes. I've never heard of it. don't know whether it'll be any good. So shall we just go and watch it? And she was like, okay, then. And it's what it still is one of my favorite films oh, of all I, time. I did that with Saw. Like, and, I, and I know Saw's got like, like a bad rep now, but the first one was good. And I watched. Yeah. I, I didn't know anything about it. I'm not really a horror fan, to be honest. I don't really care. But um, I came out of that. I was thinking that was awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. But then, like you know, they got worse. So well. 
Um, and then this one has a really good twist in it. So yeah. And another one that almost exactly the same was a Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. uh, only reason being, I'd read the Stephen King story Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption as a short story, and I said I... to Kay, "We should go and watch that. I mean, the story's really cool." And she was like, "I've never heard of it." And I'm like, "It's it, honestly, the story's really good. It could be really good." So we went to watch it, and it was it's amazing. One of the best movies ever. Um, which reminds me of a very similar story I've got. This final one, and I know I'm, I'm sort of going on a bit, but you know, we're talking about our favorite concerts. Um, before Peter Kay got really famous, uh, he played at the Charter Theatre in Preston, Ginny. Mm-hmm. And I'd read a review in the Evening Post because he won the award at the Edinburgh Festival, you know, for Best yeah, New Comedian. The fringe, fringe for the Fringe thing, right? And it was £5 a ticket. Yeah, you we, would not we pay £5 to, pounds to see Peter Kay these days. We went to watch Peter Kay when it cost five quid a ticket, right? And uh, it was Kay's dad, and I said, Oh, he's meant to be quite good. I've read a bit about him about the Fringe Festival. He's meant to be quite a new up-and-coming comedian. Shall we go and watch it? And Kay's dad went, well, it's only 10 quid, isn't it? We might as well. And we got tickets, and it was just... And he was on forever. Mm. He was on for so long. He, he did a, it was about a three-hour concert. I bet it was good then, because he tried. It was brilliant. Yeah, he and he came anymore. in. No, he came in, right? And the first thing he talked about, he'd been to an Italian restaurant in Preston, and he was, he was just talking about the waiter with, you know, one of the battery-powered pepper mills. Yeah. And he talked about that for about 15 minutes, and it was just funny. You know, it was just funny. You're talking about this guy with a pepper mill. And then uh, some woman came in late, and he was heckling her for being late, and had she missed the bus and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a good. comedian I saw. He's, he's not massive now, but, yeah, Tim Vine from... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his... He did the sketch show uh, in the early noughties, and then I think... Not Going Out, that's it, with Lee Mack. Um, yeah. And I watched Tim Vine, and th- th- that was a weird one because there's a school by me, right? It's kind of like the rival school that, that I went to, and it's not far from me. It's just a school, and he did a, he did a gig at the school, and it was Fiverr, and no one knew who he was. It was a really small crowd, and I said, yeah. I was saying to Ty, I was like, Tim Vine's awesome because I, I used to watch his the uh, stand up on on like I forgot what it was like this like late night kind of comedy show, and I was like, oh, he's awesome, he's awesome, and yeah, and he, he's pretty he's bigger now than he was, but yeah, he's he's still not massive, but yeah. That was yeah. Uh, we saw Oasis at Preston as well on the. They did like you know one of these free festivals. Oh yeah. Uh, before they got famous. Chinny trivial fact: I I I saw Oasis's last gig. Did you? Yeah, which was at the wow. festival, two thousand and nine. The next yeah, day, yeah. they argued at that, that after the gig. The next day, they yeah. they announced that they split up. Well, when we when we watched him at Preston, they were in Avonham Park, and some dude climbed on top of the marquee and was running around on it. Duke, say something. I am okay. here. <laughs> have you had any, any of those juice, was so. Fight Club because I thought it was going to be really stupid because it looked dumb right. it was like oh people punching each other and then we went and we were like oh my god this movie's awesome yeah uh, it is great it's awesome yeah it is great the unexpected ones are always the best mm. aren't they you know the ones yeah. that you're not oh, expecting sure. to be they're brilliant uh, anyway carrying on um yeah, I mean, we're not going to talk. The last one was about first game, and you've, we've talked so much about our favourite game. Yeah, leave game. us alone. <sighs> yeah, we're not going to talk about, you know, I love you forever game. Mm, what's your love you forever game? Skyrim. I love you forever game. Love you forever game. Deadly premonition, man. Uh, well, how about this? Lovely forever game from a previous generation or earlier. Uh, Super Mario World for me. I'll never I'll never stop watching that game. Um... Probably missed yeah. because I didn't. That was unexpected again. You know, I wasn't expecting that to be anywhere near as good as it was. Well, because I recommended it. No, but just it just like, looked a bit. It just looked a bit weird. You know. Oh, like, you'd oh, like it then. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did like it. Yeah, missed. Yeah, missed for me. Uh, Another world and Monkey Island. Monkey Island, man. Monkey Island's got to be there. Uh, Anyway, his favourites. Here we go. Tears for Fears. Favourite concert. 1989, The Seeds of Love Tour, Dallas, Texas. Uh, Cat Power. I was uh, three feet in front of her at midnight. She was stoned out of her gore trying to do cover songs for three hours. It was excellent. (laughs) There were only a few of us left and the band offered to pay for our drinks because they Uh left the stage only after five minutes of the experience. Turns out that happens a lot with her. But she's so good, man. Uh, King Kong, the original. Wasn't there a black and white version of that? That's got to be I a How old's that? Yeah. No, I think there was a, another colour version oh, was before, the, obviously, the Peter Jackson one, yeah. But there's a, an earlier, earlier version, I think. Uh, Breakfast Club or Pretty in Pink at the drive-in. Uh, didn't, uh, didn't watch one minute. Uh, Pong. Oh, yeah, I see what he It's because he was getting lucky. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pong, the Legend of Zeldaness. There you go, is it? And Eddie Teddy 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 Tend. Question for Chini here. Hello. Is it okay for someone only to go poo once a week? My friend swears up and down that it is her cycle. I have had a hard time believing that as I go two to three times a day. Third time's a charm, especially on KFC Day. Once while in Kuwait, I ate a Kentucky Fried Chicken. The chicken tasted like fish. I had to go all day long that day. What a hot, steamy dessert mess that was. Strange Kuwait, Twilight, Honey. <laughs> no, that's um, not right. Yeah. I don't know. That question was directed at me, but no, that's not, that is not <laughs> correct. Poo expert. I've got actually an interesting poo story. This although isn't it's interesting. Not God. It's interesting so much. Um, somebody I know, I'm not going to mention We will get back names, to video games, listeners. To keep their identity a secret, but somebody I know never poos unless it's in their own toilet. Uh, so they can go for a two-week holiday and not poo till they come back off Jesus holiday. Christ. And that is the god honest truth. That isn't made up. That is what somebody I know does. Anywho, there was a King Kong. How weird is that? several King Kong movies. Uh, the first one was 1933. There you and go. The same year, The Son of Kong was released. Uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla um, in 1962. King Kong Escapes. Oh, shit. Uh, that's not in the title. Uh, 19... 19- <laughs> 67. Um, yeah. King Kong 1976, which is the one... With, That'll be the one he means, I I'm think guessing. you're referring to that. And there was one in 1986 uh, called King Kong Lives. Maybe it was that one, but yeah, it wasn't the... No, it's a bit, I reckon it's the 1970s. Can I add in what my dad's first film was, which is really cool. Yeah, it is cool what my dad's first film was. God. 1962. Debbie Does Dallas? No. <laughs> Deep Throat? <laughs> 1962. Um, yes, go on, Chinny. <laughs> Uh, my dad was 18, and yeah. it was uh, Doctor Now, the very first Bond film. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That is that is kind of cool. Anyway, final bit. Vlados, you are a woman in chains. Yes, take a week I off. Am. Oh, no, take a week off. What are the chances? I took a week off this week. You did take a week off. Uh, Listen, that's me. That's not actually what's her name. Yeah. Like playing Kentucky Route Zero now. And Lone Survivor and Bioshock Infinite. Games you'll love forever, Vlados. Games you'll love forever. You know, I've been I so tempted. or may not love them. I have been so tempted with Kentucky Route Zero. But it's it looks 20... too weird. Oh, it looks great. I think oh, it's going to be really good. It looks great. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But... Yeah, it's about 20 quid. Dude, that's a lot of money now? You've changed, it kind of is. Man. You used to be cool. It is. kind of is. Anyway, um, Antonio Phillips is the next email. He says... I have no idea what to put as a subject. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, it says, good, good day, peeps. Good day. You good? 
Yeah. You're good. How's, how's your wife? Don't have one. She's fine. Girlfriend? How's yeah, your wife? Girlfriend? Yeah, mine's fine. Yeah. Uh, she was desperate for an email. Girlfriend's fine, she. Oh, hi. Oh, zing. She was desperate for an email, so here's one. I actually just put, we've only had one email. Does anyone send us one? Send them now. So, you know, I wasn't desperate, but, you know, I was just trying to get a few more to in. me. Anyway, it says, been playing a lot of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer because, well, I don't know why. All I know is a lot of people are still playing it, and I still freaking love it. I was excited to hear about the level cap rise in Borderlands 2 finally coming, but was pissed that it would be £5 to get it. Really? That's just weak. give the fans what they want. Yeah. Of course, more Naruto, as always, but now I'm playing it on PSP since I got an 8-gig memory card and I downloaded about four Naruto games at once, a Lego game, and Parappa the Rapper. Yay, Parappa the Rapper. I am also now an admin on a Facebook group based around anime. It's called Anime Lovers and has got over 1.6 thousand likes. My YouTube has been going well and I've started doing Let's Play. I recently bought GTA San Andreas and I'm doing a Let's Play of that. It's a good- I also bought... The Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Psst, I kind of like it. <laughs> to do a let's play with. Question. What will be your next YouTube project? Mike, what will be your next YouTube project? Who's that from? That's from Antonio. GH Rocker. Well, I still haven't got my Mac back yet. Have you not? No. They faff about those insurance companies, don't they? Mm, I know somebody that got robbed after me. And yeah. she got a Mac back. So did he not believe you then, did he? Uh, no, well, I don't think it's that. It's just a different insurance company, so they're shit. Uh, it's not good, is it? It's not that it's honest, it's that they're shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was thinking I about paid. doing uh, a thing where I highlight some of the like, the kind of generation highlights or something. like the, You know, this generation where you could make a video about XP, for example, going like making its way into games that you know it doesn't usually happen like call of duty 4 started it you could do cover based you know stuff where this generation it's all a bit about cover based so i was thinking about like generation something highlights or feature creep well not feature creep it's not a feature creep bad like yeah i think your accentuation Uh, i guess yeah yeah so you know generation sensations um, generation sensations are things like, like things I, this generation I, I that have took off alright so this generation it's been the generation of the free freemium it's been the generation perks. of perks XP yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's been uh, what else story uh, story in games yes yeah, yeah, so, like, you know it, better stories um, and then I could do projects about like the phase like the I remember there's always um there's always fashions in games. And then the start of this console was, you know, Far Cry 2, Halo 3, and there's another game that came out at exactly the same time. Um, Far Cry was 2008, I think. But those all based in Africa. There's a lot of games in Africa. Uh, Resident Evil 5. 5 yeah, there you go. And, you know, more recently, yeah. it's island-based stuff and bow and arrows. They have come into fashion. Yeah, bow and arrows. Crisis 3, Far Cry 3, Tomb Raider. Uh, there's all, there's yeah. always been these fashions. Point, point and click adventure games are back in vogue. Yeah, you know, so like the, the you know generation sensations of point and clicks. You know, you could do that. So I, I, that's what I've been thinking about this week. But 
I can't do anything about it. I, I'd love to do something about it. And the other one is Skyrim. I wanted to ca- capture all my Skyrim stuff and give highlights of it because I have to start again. So I have to start again. So I might as well record it all and like pick out the best bits. So, but I just can't do anything about it. I'm I'm just stuck. I can't make any videos. Oh, like no. I can do them at work, but I, I can't capture stuff at work. So I just haven't been doing anything. Anyway, he finishes off. Okay, I'm off later, bitches. GH. Later. Why do you gotta call us names? Oh, that's not very nice. It's it? not very nice. Uh, final one is from I Pete. Hi Pete. PTI. He says random thoughts. He says good evening, chaps. Good evening. I trust you are all well. Yep. I wanted to send an email, but I didn't really have anything to talk about, so here is just a few random thoughts for your contemplation. Uh, firstly, I get annoyed when people try to justify EA servers not working at game date release by saying they have no way of knowing how many users will be accessing the servers, hey, or, that it, or that it would be cost-effective to buy enough servers for the initial release peak of traffic. Server farms are actually available for short-term rental. The only reason that EA doesn't use this solution is because they are inexcusable idiots. I believe it is still cheaper to just wait for the initial peak of traffic to pass. So stop making excuses for them, people. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? You know, if that's true, you know, that like you can buy short-term leases on servers and then they could just let them turn off, couldn't it they? It makes when perfect sense that they would do that. But they don't. Well, anyway. I mean, it's perfect sense that it's available. And it no, but it makes, makes sense that EA is too cheap. It does. Uh, secondly, I'm thinking more and more about getting the PS4 over the next Xbox. The main reason being that in the next generation, I don't want to own any physical discs. Sony, as well, get a freaking decent PC like you said you were gonna. The job done. Let, let it goes, yeah. Anyway, Sony have said that they will have day one digital releases of all games. Uh, PAX East, Major Nelson hinted that this will not be the case on the new Xbox. Yeah, they've sort of said like they still want to support the physical media people stuff. Anyway, also Microsoft are pissing me off by waiting so long to release any info. They must know how desperate everyone is. I'm getting close to just saying fuck them. Finally, there's all sweary emails this week, isn't there? Yeah. Finally, I'd just like to say I'm disappointed at how quickly Duke and Chini dismissed the Oculus Rift. There are yet more and more reports and articles from people who have used it saying it will revolutionize the way we play games. And there are no words to describe how amazing this experience will be. So please keep an open mind, guys. Now, interesting. Keep an open mind, but I also know my history. And my history tells me that a lot of this stuff is just kind of dumb. Well, I was, I was telling my brother-in-law about this, talking to him. You know, he's not a gamer. But I was telling him about it. And even he was sadly going, if that's true, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. That would be kind of amazing that you could be in the game. Well, even when I see it, how's that? Well, that, that's a problem because you can't see it unless you see it. Well, I'll see it eventually. No, that's what I mean, though. It's like the 3DS, isn't it? You can't demonstrate it unless you actually see it. Yeah, but someday before. someone will bring it around my, my oh, way yeah. and I'll check it out. <laughs> then what they've got to do with this when it does finally hit the shelves, they've got to get it into game stores like GameStop or whatever so people can actually have a go of it. Yeah, exactly. That's what you need to be doing. Anyway, sorry for the lack of focus. I'm looking forward to seeing you when we share the beaver. Stay cool. I see yeah, I did. And that's it. That's it for the emails for this week. So Are thank you, you sure ever so much. That's it? That is it. That is Oh, we've not got a late. Have we got a late comer? <laughs> he always finds me on Steam and he's like, you guys still recording? No, we haven't had anything Are yet. Are you sure? I am unread. It says, woohoo, you've read all your messages in your inbox. There is nothing else in there. Are you sure? I'm, how long am I expecting to drag this out, dude? I'm telling you, there is nothing in my inbox. There is nothing there. Are you sure? 
I'm still <laughs> sure that there's not. No, it's okay. I, screw him. You should send it more than two seconds before we. Look, if it if it comes if it comes after we've done the Facebook stuff, I'll come back to it. But there's nothing there as of yet. I'll keep an eye out. Okay. Though. It's not arrived. Right. Uh, Are Facebook. You sure. Do you uh, only a couple of things I want to mention. First of all, Antonio, just uh, read one of his emails, put up on our forums, which doesn't get a whole lot of traffic, if I'm being honest. But apparently someone had been giving him some grief, saying that he was... Uh, did anyone regret being a gamer because someone told him he was wasting his life by being one? Uh, I basically responded by saying, hell no as it's only one of my hobbies, and would you ask a film enthusiast the same question? What about everyone else? So I put this up on the Facebook. So first of all, uh, what about you two guys? Ever ever have any regrets at being a gamer? Nope. No. Nope. I, don't care. I get annoyed when, you know, like, okay, so last week was my spring break. Everybody comes back to school. Everybody's been on trips. Everybody read books and saw movies. Everyone's like, how was your break? And I went, Bioshock Infinite. And they're like, what? There you go. That's the thing that annoys me. Not so much that, you know, uh, and whatever. That's nothing to do with me. It's nothing really to do with them. It's just they don't have my interests. So it's fine. But it's just like I wish I had more gamers around me in real life. IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, the interesting you thing. sure you don't have an email? I'll have a look in a minute. Uh, this is the, more interestingly, this is one of the most commented on things I've ever put up on Facebook, and it wasn't my question, but uh, 46, 47, 48 comments, it's had. 48 Ew. comments. So most, Seth McNeil has sent an email. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, I'll have a look. Uh, most people are just going, yeah, that's great. You know, just ignore the dick or whatever. So most people are just going, just ignore him. Anyway, the other email, oh, the other email. The other Facebook post I put up was alluded to very early in the show about, uh, as it's April Fool's Day today. Uh, and like I said, I put up that Duke was coming to Eurogamer. Uh, we got quite a few comments on this. Now, unfortunately, it was called out very early on. Seth McNitt said, is it bad for me to call this as blank only a minute in? So a minute after I put it, he called it out as an April Fool's. Nah, naughty boy. Uh, Dom Ramirez Hume, you know, the, the weird commenter we always get? He put, he can bring spaceship. What? <laughs> I don't know if I'm familiar with this guy that apparently... He's my new favorite guy. Every post we put up, he puts a comment about bringing a spaceship or having a spaceship. <laughs> or does he have a spaceship? <laughs> I love him. He's brilliant. Uh, oh. Mark Green says, it could be a double bluff. No. Nope. <laughs> it could be a double bluff. <laughs> Uh, so Philip Mulholland says, is he going to make a guest appearance on the Stu Storytime podcast while he's over here? Skullduggero uh, says, uh, that's Ace. I've just had a telegram off Greg DeLacy. He's coming over on the Columbia Zeppelin with 20 crates of vigor. Uh, Phil Olsen said, thanks, Seth. I'll take you up on your kind invitation. So that's a bit fed up. We'll come back to that. Um, Michael Swell said, Euro trip, not. Robin Tate, oh, I can't wait. He promised to bring Mayor thermonuclear device in his hand luggage. Uh, Pete Landimo says, oh, wow, so it's IP. Oh, wow, this is amazing. I just booked the Beaver and bought Eurogamer tickets based solely on this fact. I can't really afford it, but I'm willing to take on a mountain of debt just to shake Duke's hand and tell him what an amazing guy he is. Thank you for making my day. the money. Yeah, Phil Olsen said, damn it. I booked tickets to go and surprise Duke in Madison that weekend. Non-refundable. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. It's the gift of uh, the Jai. 
Seth McNick said, it's all right, Phil. I'm just up the road in lacrosse. Since Duke has so rashly, one might even say foolishly, decided on this the inaugural day of April to go jet-setting around the globe, I'll show you a good Wisconsin time in his stead. I am, after all, actually from the great state. Yeah. Uh, Chris Williams said, great news. I can sneak into his room at the Beaver and molest him too. The full set. Hmm. And um, Amar Pavez said, way to toy with people's emotions, Stu. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So there you go. So even though it was, you know, worked out very quickly, it's still kind of funny, wasn't it? It's still got a few people. Yeah. Yes, it was funny. Uh, right, we've got an email off Seth McNeil. Are you sure? Believe it or not. I am absolutely sure. Here we go. He says... This was so hey, worth it, this email. Yeah. It is, it is. Hey, guys. <laughs> no subject. Hey, guys. Uh, just a quick message. Great episode last week. Great discussion. Really digging the new unexpected occurrence sound effect. Cheers. There you go. Thank God for that. Though. Oh, you mean this one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was absolutely it's that. Anyway, that being said, it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Thank so, God for that. It's oh, time for a Colbert that. Report shout-out. Hey! hey. Chinny, shout-outs. I would like to shout-out... Um, shit. Um... Um, Easy now. Right, we'll Just come to you, Duke, and come back to Chini. Duke, who's uh, your shout-out? Let's shout see, out? my shout-out. We'll give you some thinking time. He's still thinking. Um, <laughs> no, I'm playing. New members, none. New VG hub sites, none. Jason R sent me the awesome Simpsons video game supercut. Uh, I meant to post it on the website, but I haven't done that yet. I will at some point, maybe. Uh, Master Zulu tweeted about my uh, Bioshock Infinite article. Thank you very much, dude. Um, there's this people on Twitter using the name Veteran Gamers. It's spelled wrong, V-E-T-E-R-E-N. Uh, but Folks. I told them, hey, quit using our logo. And they are uh, they using our logo? But they they aren't. They they aren't anymore. Because I said, hey, we made that. We spent a lot of time making that. Don't be using it. <laughs> they said, oh, sorry, we didn't know anyone's using it. So, They're cheeky bastards. Whatever. They stop when we ask them to. That's the important thing. So, I mean, well, it's kind we'll of talk about the hashtown. Yeah. <laughs> they only had to look up veteran gamers on Twitter and they would have found us in about a second. Maybe. But anyway. They're naughty It's good people. that they stopped. Uh, shout out again, Ian W99, for coming to the uh, uh, Gears of War Judgment playdate. And next week's playdate's going to be... Wait, let me do the drum roll. Uh, uh, hang on. Wait for it. <laughs> Hey guys, what should I do? Uh, do gears. Do gears. Should, uh, gears of War, no, I'm not having that again. Do you think oh, no. we should? Yeah. We'll show up because East. No, no one's gonna come. We'll wait a week at least. Uh, next week's gonna be Ultimate Dodgeball. No. no. Uh, Black. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, uh, I know. Black Ops Two. No, 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 no. What about Uncharted Three on the PS3? Because it's free no to download. Up. Um, yeah. No go Black Ops Two. Black yeah, ops. Black Ops. Uh, we'll do Black Ops. Bioshock uh, Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. Just everyone play single yeah, player and talk over a party. <laughs> we tried that with a uh, home. It didn't work. Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah, home because it was, uh, you know, it was only It was regional. worth a try. It was regionalized, so you couldn't yeah, actually exactly. play against each other doing anything. 
Anyway, uh, my shout outs. Uh, I'm going to shout out Irrational Games and Ken Levine for making such a bloody brilliant game. Uh, I'm going to shout out all of the people who've tweeted us, Facebooked us, and even the wankers who nicked our logo. Uh, (laughs) That gives me a chance to play the Twitter song. Hit it! Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. And Voddy's becoming a very regular shout-out for different reasons every week. Uh, I am going to uh, shout-out Richard Primrose, also known as School Duggerer, for being a podcast tart. Uh, because every time I turn on a podcast, he seems to be on it lately. <laughs> there you go. Whore. Yeah, but he is. He's right. He's worse than you, Chitty. I mean, you do a few shows, but I mean, he's on bloody everything mm. at the moment. Well, Chitty would have the title of podcast whore, except that Austin lost his stuff. Yeah. Also, right. talking talking of the bar, I don't know whether you've seen these developments. Boss, 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 wait, 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 wait. But, but the boss wave are trying to steal him from the overseas connection. There's been quite a lot ah, of like, oh, him. get him on permanently. He's brilliant. They can have him. So there you go. So there seems to be a lot of trying to steal him. Yes, I do. <laughs> so there you go. So there you go. Uh, and I think that's it for me. Uh, and thanks for everyone who sort of played along with the April's Fool. It was kind of fun at the time, you know. Anyway. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what else I'll shout out. I'll shout out a Korean film that I watched tonight as well. Old Boy? Uh, uh, no, but it's as good as. Oh. It's called I Saw the Devil. I never saw Old Boy. It scares me to think. Oh, Old Boy's great as well. But this is this is equally great. It's called I Saw the Devil. It's kind of gut-wrenching. It's kind of very gruesome. Uh, it's a sort of in the vein of seven sort of Korean serial killer type flick. So it's kind of scary and horrific, really. It's very uh, near the knuckle. Uh, but yeah, give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's called I Saw the Devil. So give it a look. Uh, and that's it for me. And come back to Chini. Chini, have you finally got some? Yeah, you? yeah. Cool. Um... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um... <laughs> right, okay, I've got two laughs. Uh, Richard Webster. <laughs> I'll shout out Richard Webster. Because he's a good man. Just because he's funny. Yeah. It's been cool hearing him back on he's the show. He's funny, isn't he? Was... Webster yeah, always funny. makes me laugh. Like, yeah. I don't know why. There's something about he's very his, dry. His, he's very dry. his manner and yeah. how kind of like dark he is. And he just always makes me laugh every time. He's just, he's just so funny. So I'll share it with Richard yeah. website. It's good to have him back. I don't think he's back permanently or anything, but... He... It was cool when we met him, wasn't it? You know, yeah. We I didn't even know that was him. He was standing yeah. right Tio next Tio. to me, and I went, yeah. you're Richard Webster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. It was good. I like him. I like him. Yeah, we'll have to get that sorted out, you know, another sort of pre-Eurogamer sort of meetup or something. By the way, have your tickets come yet for Eurogamer? Nope. Really? That's a bit worrying, because... Uh, Richard Primrose has got his as well. His have come. I haven't got mine. Oh my god! So I might not be coming. <laughs> oh, it's, it is a bit weird, that though, isn't it? I might not be coming this year. Very odd. Very odd. Because everyone else I know who's ordered them seems to have got them apart from you. Mmm. Mmm. Which email? Which, which email address did you use? Did you use your normal one? Yeah. That's a bit odd, isn't it? A bit odd. And I checked yeah. both of them, so. Wow. Oh, no. Primrose got him and you didn't. Maybe you won't be at the Beaver after all. Yeah. 
Oh, that'd be weird. Uh, anyway, that all being said, I guess it's time to go. Time to go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go away. Time to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Go some time to Well, stop. Oh, okay. Together in electric dreams. Stop doing that. You're hurting me. <laughs> keep going. You're hurting him. I know. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> uh, that was one weird film, though, wasn't it? What? Together in Electric Dreams. I've never seen it. It's about a computer that was the real person. It was like Vlados for reals. Oh, a movie about me. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Help us all. <laughs> I must say, doing the show uh, with the times different was a little crazy, but I'm really glad that it's back to normal because now the sun is still out when we're done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird today for us, obviously, because, like, you know, it's, and last night it was daylight for ages, or seemed like ages, I guess. Yeah, we suddenly got a load of sunshine. It's been quite sunny here as well, so, so it was kind of nice. What time was it when we started for you, Dick? Four. Four o'clock. Yeah, four. But for the last couple of weeks, it's been five, which is really nice because I can come home, I can walk the dog, I can take care of what I need to take care of, I didn't have to race. So chill. Yeah. yeah. But I got done at like eight, so now it's quarter to seven, and I have some time to do stuff and you know take out the trash and wash the dishes or whatever. Now I suggest because obviously we need to wait till Chini's finished doing the uh, Bioshock Infinite, finish it, etc. But I'm on the holiday next week. Uh, not that that makes a whole lot of difference, but I don't know whether what's Chini like for next Wednesday evening to record the spoiler show, next or Wednesday we could do. Evening. Yeah. See, because I told well, my he... go club that I couldn't make it this Wednesday. Well, he might not. Ma- he might not even have finished it by then. Go club. Because he'll be because you'll be <laughs> podcasting tomorrow night I mean, on the overseas. I mean, yeah, I know. Go club. Are not good. Or or we could potentially do it. Uh, potentially do it next Sunday night. You could do it on Sunday I'll, night. I'll get it done by this Wednesday. Yeah, I'm just thinking how bloody, yeah, whatever, whatever sort of, you know, give you time to digest, etc., and think no, about I it. Think and it's maybe better run. to talk about it right after you play it. Yeah, I guess. If you can I guess. that, Chinny, I vote for that because, like I say, I already bumped my Go Club, and we haven't met for like three weeks now, so I would like this to be the last time I have to tell them no dice. Okay, cool. Thank you. So we'll, yeah, but I'm, I'm just thinking, Chinny, because Eve's going to do tonight, then tomorrow. Then Wednesday, like three very late nights for Chini. I don't know how you are he, with that. He blows through games like no one's business. No, no, no. I'm thinking about, about, about to me stop staying up late. I don't care. Stayed up late three nights <laughs> on the trot when he's got. He has got a job, you know. He runs a company. He and just it. said he'll do it. Why do you got to look at? Fine, I'll do it. I'll be fine. He's got oh, constitution. Okay. He's a hardcore dude. Okay, then. So we'll do it Wednesday Thank evening then. Yep. Uh, no and then we'll publish it potentially next Wednesday then. So we'll obviously give the normal show on Thursday, and yeah. then the following week we'll do the we'll publish a spoiler show, sure. such like, etc. I'll give everybody else time to finish it as well. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing I thought. We don't want to do it too soon yeah, because obviously because people need to finish IGN it. did um, uh, a Tomb Raider spoiler thing on the day it came out or the wow. week. Sucks. And I'm like, yeah. because they've had it a month, all right? Yeah. But I thought at least we called the show and just release it like a week after the I might even, I might even give it a couple of weeks, not release it till the week after that because it, we just need to give people time. We can obviously do our spoiler show, but maybe release it two Better weeks after that. as a separate that. show at least because people can go, yeah, right, yeah, I can yeah. ignore that until... I play it so yeah but people forget to go back and listen to it once they've finished so you know we're better waiting until we've at least got quite a few more people have finished playing it so yeah. we'll do it the week after we'll do it. i'll give it two weeks from recording and then we'll release it that week okay okay yeah right i guess we better go because you know talking of you know late nights etc yeah we better better go to bed and thanks shit. for listening everybody have a good night yeah thank you yay bye-bye bye fuckers together in electric dreams do 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 do